Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into our AlienCon 2018 extravaganza. We were just little old ladies in Pasadena this past weekend. And I passed a few nasty Dinas while I was there. DNAs. What in there? What's the oh. oh, there it is. I got multiple things. We got some sound clips, so oh. the board's looking a little bit different today. Do you have multiples a lot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you lose a dream. about four times in the last 24 hours based upon our trip together, where I was not going to jerk off in that same hotel room <laughs> yeah. with Daddy next door. You <laughs> Not Joey in the next bed. No. But Daddy was next door. Yeah. Because yeah, he told you, you're going to fucking watching. stay there. Yeah. And you're going to bank those loads for yeah. me. Okay? You're going <laughs> to save it all because Daddy wants all that cum. Just like full load. Just like the thuggies saved all the blood for Kali. They exactly. didn't shed any blood in their victims. What do they do? Strangle them. Right. Strangle and my weenus. Choking that yeah. chick on. <laughs> yeah. And letting the cum go back inside of me. It's probably causing a cancerous growth it's at this point. But... Retrograde ejaculation. Yeah. I uh, poked a hole at the bottom of my shaft so it can just ooze out that way and to relieve the pressure. <laughs> a wee hole. Yeah. I think we t- we, think we had the same Did we? thing on Beer There. Oh. That. Yeah. <laughs> a wee hole. So if you're into that, oh, listen wee- to this, all the episodes to find <laughs> yeah. out which one. His wee hole has a wee hole. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. um, yeah. So we're going to, we decided this last minute, but we're going to uh, skip not skip, but we're just not going to do a not standard TV episode. It was going to be season three, episode 14. And we wanted to give everyone an inside look at our AlienCon 2018 so, Which I've been to triple, not, not triple trying to be an cons, asshole. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I've gone to Comic-Con literally every year for the last 20 years. I had a collectible business, which we sold at convention. So I've been to, I don't know, we do two or three shows a month. Yeah. Did that for a few years. Yeah, I felt like you go to, like, ten shows a year when you were doing that. At least. No, like, even, yeah. Well, like, ten ten shows a summer. Different. Yeah, Yeah, it was like, there's a whole shit done. Anyways, this was by far. Yeah, (laughs) BentCon was the gay comic book convention Mm -hmm. in Pasadena. Mm -hmm. No, technically Burbank, sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, I always get those mixed up for some reason. Um, Halloween, it's Burbank. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that convention is not straight con, so... It's BentCon. A Gastadina. Literally the gayest one of all. There was a, bo- a booth next to us selling anthropomorphic daddy, uh, <laughs> like fox and wolf oh, comic like porn. Oh, like furry porn? Yeah. yeah. So it was like these like buff ripped foxes and like, Ooh. you know, younger lads. Mm-hmm. So fuck them. <laughs> Across the way was a guy who looked depressed and was, like, larger, fatter man, gray, yeah. but always wore a different hat throughout the show. Like, literally changed his hat, like, ten times in a day to be oh. festive. <laughs> and he was literally selling printouts of dick pics. <laughs> and that was, like, the front of his booth, and that's all he was selling. Just, like, raw, like, camera. Just, like, dick- he, yeah, like, the nice photo we got yeah, printed yeah. out at AlienCon, but instead it was just a guy's crotch. So, like, he- literal headshots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Full body, uh, baby. Um, yeah, that was an intense show, but that was a lot of fun too. What are, also, got I mean, it's a it. stupid question. Like, what are people going to do with that? But it's like, couldn't you just look at that on Google Images know. results? I, you know, like, it, you know, results? back in the day, like 
Yeah. When I was young, I'm not. I, my, I grew up with my uncle having like hustler cutouts and stuff right. all over the garage, and that was Dick awesome. Picks. Yeah. Uh, so maybe dudes still do that. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, yeah. Like, I don't have pictures of just nude chicks. Like, right. There, I, I don't know. Like, I, high yeah. quality glossies yeah. of yeah. <laughs> amateur chicks. Yeah, random, just like bush shots. Victims. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but anyways, th- so this this by far was one of the most entertaining mm-hmm. uh, conventions and fun yeah. I've had in a really long time. And, and it was a lot. It rem- so another, <laughs> sound like a total asshole, but so PowerCon's the He-Man convention, basically, mm-hmm. or Master Universe. And the first one of those I went to was kind of similar. Yeah. Where I just had is a blast. Is that a Fisto figure on the table right now? Uh, from no, Masters this Universe? is from Masters, but it's a... Uh, some it's from the oh. He-Man New Adventures, and he's like technically more of a centaur oh, kind of thing. Hmm. Anyways, but yeah, like for, a monkey centaur because they're hands. It, yeah, not, uh, I don't know. Then he stands on his weird. I can't remember what his name. Some sort of centauro <laughs> or something. Um, but this convention, like that, was heavy on the panels. Mm-hmm. The dealer room at He-Man's is a lot better because there's obviously toys associated. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this show was just shit tons of. Yeah. Panels and Friday, you know, was real easy to get in. Saturday, a little tougher, but, you know, it was just fun seeing the stars, hearing, you know, some backstories, hearing Mm -hmm. some different points of views. Mm -hmm. Like you said, getting some of the content that they don't show on the show from, like, the scientists and, and, you know, PhD dudes. Yep. And we're going to go into, like, all the panels, basically. Right, right, right. Similar setup to our normal episodes, but instead we'll obviously... Give you a little flavor of the day as we were going yeah. along too, but uh, and that flavor was hot dogs. Yes, many <laughs> but, uh, many hot dogs because that's where all we're at the concession. Yep. So if you followed us on Instagram, you saw our stories. We went big on oh, Friday because yeah. uh, it was kind of the most charged up. They but, set uh, that day pass, you know, check in line. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. Right next to the other side of the window where those hot dogs were buttering them up. <laughs> pass that Starbucks yeah. into the cocks. <laughs> um, but yeah, the it was fun to see. Other fans of Ancient Aliens, of the show itself, yeah, um, saw, like, well, made a couple new fans. Uh, and yeah, one lady took our picture just yeah. in case. Yep. <laughs> Which was very nice. Yeah. Because yeah, we, no, we were, cool. she, you, uh, well, okay, let's let's start yeah, off well, we'll not in order. Of so, so we get there. Let's, well, come on. We got to start with my two favorite letters of Mickey the alphabet. Donald's. McD's, okay? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So pick up Brosif. Yeah, living in the LBC. Yeah. He's about here. About seven thirty, we go uh, up to the McDonald's by a, a Black Bear Diner, yeah. <laughs> uh, and order our classic two sausage with egg McMuffin combo. Orange juice. <laughs> you get orange juice and a large, a big hazelnut, hazelnut coffee. ice coffee, baby. <laughs> Gonna fa- keep me charged up. The craziest. So the, the the only reason I mention it, very important, is that shockingly. We were not fart machines the whole day. Like, well, I did not have a bunch of... speak for yourself. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I think I was fine. It was... I mean, and, and speaking of that as well, this was the... Up until the last minutes we were there, this was the least smelly, like, the least BO-heavy convention I've ever been to. Yeah. Despite plenty of people looking like they would smell. Right. Um, but I think I think also part of it was that the Pasadena Convention Center, where it was it was hosted, is more of a campus, so, like... Even though it's still mostly inside, but I mean, you you frequently are walking down this kind of little main drag outside, and I, I feel it's, like people dried off buildings. a little bit or something, yeah. or I don't know. But. Yeah. So there's so there's another convention here called DCon, and it's not about dicks. It's designer con, <laughs> daddy. Um, it's just that one guy, daddy booth. con. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So and it's actually outgrown this, but yeah. So there's like a front room, a back like classic convention center yeah. where it's like uh you know. 
the gray yeah yeah uh, as not asphalt but Carpet. just gray uh, concrete <laughs> oh yeah floor yeah. with super high ceiling yeah. and then across the way there's another like banquet kind of hall yeah. room mm-hmm. and then there's actually a civic like, like auditorium a theater, yeah, theater yeah. kind of thing yeah uh, yeah so so two buildings kind of broken mm-hmm. out into four ish parts and they can yeah, divide yeah. it up even more which they did because there's a reptile con right happening at the back of the show <laughs> on saturday some, they just like put some stanchions up yeah it's very confusing <laughs> yeah um but which, yeah so that w- the, the the decon gets a l- <laughs> gets a lot bigger yeah. <laughs> uh just because it's mostly dealers uh-huh. so they Hence can jam the in a lot of yeah. people where this a lot of that convention space hey, was jimmy again. jamming a lot of here <laughs> Welcome to Jimmy Jam and yeah. a lot of gelato shop. <laughs> Hope you can make it in and have a nice <laughs> greased up <laughs> load. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, Joey made some hand motions yeah. that I can't <laughs> came, describe uh, quite yet. Yeah, the goof of the weekend. Yeah. But uh, uh, anyways, yeah. yeah. So this th- those same spaces were broken out into panel rooms. So right. those kind of just you know take yeah. up a lot. We do know how many people could fit in their day because they told us how many badges they had oh, to yeah, stamp yeah. Mm-hmm. for Saturday. Right. So I'd say this probably was, was like eleven thousand. They said, yeah. Or so probably yeah. with the silver and gold, probably twelve, right. thirteen thousand. Well, and that was, I guess, that was eleven thousand day passes. That's what I'm saying. Which is there probably was like what a thousand gold and that, yeah, a thousand that's what silver I say. So or twelve something. to thirteen, yeah, yeah. So, you know, roughly um, total for per day. Yeah, yeah. And uh, which Saturday was sold out, Friday was yes. not, and yeah. you could tell by the crowd. Yeah. Um. So yeah. To, to, so that's like the location in general. Uh. Very very well air conditioned. It yep. was on the cold side, which when you then put all them bodies in there, it was very nice. Like, it was so refreshed. Especially the main Civic Auditorium was, like, yeah. super refreshing when you walked in. It was nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, but, uh, uh, yeah, we parked easy. Yeah. Get in line. The weirdos start. Oh, yeah. Joey and I walk up in line that wraps around the building, so we're probably a few hundred people back. Yep. At this point, we're the youngest people there. Yes. We're in our mid-30s. <laughs> like the first yeah. half hour, we were the youngest people there. But you think, like, one, like you said, you know, taking a day off of work. Yeah. And two, all those tickets were expensive. Like, yeah. the bronze, you know, it's basically the same price of two days. Right. But then silver and gold, you know, $600 a ticket. Right. Like, that's not some, <laughs> yeah. you know, college fans can yeah. go fucking drop that much money. So. Right. It made sense. There was a lot of older people there right. at that time, but. and the so like the gold badge, which if assuming it happens again next year and it's local enough, the gold badge was six hundred dollars. It included like uh, like premium seating in some of the big panels, which with I like didn't the main know stars. how they forced really because they're like we'll be watching really and you know the orchestras off, yeah. for gold pass members only. But uh, but the biggest you were ultimately paying for a Friday night like cocktail party. With other Gold Pass members and the Ancient Aliens crew, like right, the, the right. cast, so it, it was in one of the the Orion Ballroom, I believe. Yeah, um, and uh, I, I would be, I'd love to talk to somebody that was in that because I'd love to see how worth it it was. Like, mm-hmm. were they just like sitting up on that stage drinking and you couldn't talk to them? I overheard some people say like they talked to the dudes. Oh, okay. Um, so again, it was I don't truly know how a, long or whatever, yeah. or, or if you know, as you'll find out through the theme of the show. The fans taking over. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if they, like, were hogging the guy. Like, come on, share right. some, guys. Uh, yeah. Or if those guys were good enough to be like, all right, I'm just going to keep mingling. You right. know, I don't know. Because on the website, when they were trying to sell you on the Gold Passes, they told you, like, oh, have an intimate cocktail hour where and chat with eight, the stars of Ancient yeah, Aliens yeah. and stuff. So I'm assuming. But there was also a lot of Gold Pass yeah. members. Like, and a silver. Lot. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that. They, they had shit. a separate line when we got there. And that right. was very full. And that was, yeah. like... I just was starting to do math, math in my head, yeah. and uh, at six hundred dollars a pop, they made yeah. like a million. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of <laughs> like, fucking it was money. Crazy. 
Yeah. And uh, and it seems like not that it was bad in any way, but it, they probably got that convention center is like a very like mid to low tier size wise convention yeah. center. Um, but again, I really liked how it was set up. It was yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. But because uh, you weren't like walking through big lines all the time because it was spread out. Like when yeah. people would wait for panels, the, the, it was some other building or whatever. So the shitty part was the dealer floor. Like yeah. that was oh, the yeah. most fucked up, laid out yeah. floor I've ever been a part of yeah. or seen. It was just not. There was no flow. Yeah. That's where you gummed up and jammed right. into people. And they didn't. And there even wasn't use, a lot of dealers. They didn't like, even use like twenty five percent of the space no. where they could have spread out. Like like you said. So like like a third of it was like the photo and autograph like area, and it was like a big empty area where people would eventually line yeah. up. But most of the time it was empty, and they had a whole corner in the back that could have been used for that or used for more booths, more de- so they yeah. gave more space Shift for lines or something. Because the weird part with the photo and autograph thing was people were pre-lining up into the fucking right. regular dealer floor, right, so right. then all that space was a waste because at some point it got used, but a lot of the waiting was people getting there half an hour early. Right. To then wait for their fucking you know right. autograph or picture, right. and then same with the uh, the uh, merchandise booth, they set up those lines. If you were at Comic Con, those guys would have got oh, their yeah. head chopped right off yeah, because yeah. anytime a line goes in front of a dealer booth, those yep. fucking dealers get yeah. gnarly. Like get these people the fuck out of here, and like right. there are people just straight up clogging all the aisles waiting for the ancient yeah. aliens, or you know waiting for the alien con merchandise, yeah. which we did too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, there was like six or seven booths on that one back row that were just like locked with yeah. two people in front of it at a time because the line moved. At a, we were in yeah. that line for like an hour. Yeah, it's all um, up. But, uh, but yeah, so we're in the um, the line outside the convention center. This is Friday morning. Um, we are – it kind of wraps around a bunch of like the – there's a ma- the main building with all the ballrooms in it. Wraps around the outside of that. There's a little Starbucks on the corner. Um, and like Steve said, we, we line up on there. We were, like, totally assuming we would be towards the back of the line or something. But after, like, it 20 minutes, yeah. fucking line was literally back to an intersection that was, yeah. like, so hard full, to read the street sign. <laughs> when you wrap it up, at least a block and a half to two city blocks worth of people hanging right. out. Right, yeah. And, um, not, but, and that was just the day past people yeah. like us. Day, day and bronze. Oh, that's right. That yeah. Bronze um, but, yeah, I mean, the line, for the most part. We don't go by each weirdo, but it was just good people watching yeah, yeah. as they were coming up, lining up. Yeah. Uh, people ahead of us were a bit of a weirdos. One yep. guy's an engineer yeah. and, like, had this whole story about how hey. he was uh Sun's walking. not there, okay? Sun's not there. He, he, <laughs> it was like a blue sky, yeah. and then all of a sudden something appears, and it's too bright for his child to look up. And yeah. he's staring at it, and it is blinding bright. Yeah. But it's his – I don't know if it was his daughter, so I'll just say his child was there. Yeah. And then he just looked up at it and yelled at it for 30 seconds. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. What do you guys want here? What do you guys want, you huh? Like ah. <laughs> and he just pulled his pants down to intimidate yeah. them. And he yeah. said, this is what it looks like. This right. is what it looks yeah. like. I know you want to see it. I know you've been waiting for this yeah. since last time. Okay. You're not going to get it again, yeah. so eat it up. <laughs> I told you, this ass time was the last time, okay? <laughs> but, yeah, it, wow. was, it was a lot of... And there then was, it took off. Yeah. There and was, he was an engineer was, as well. There was so much... Um, mid like upper middle age, so like not elderly folk, but just getting there, you know, fifty plus, right? Upper middle aged, very very uh confident, like overly confident, snark to the point of snarkiness. Uh, people, uh, especially doing the thing where they start talking about the stars of the show on a first name basis <laughs> because they saw them at some other convention or like or. 
you know, oh, you know, a lot of, a lot of this, a lot of, a lot of the moms or the grandmas were just like, oh, oh, you know, we're here for Giorgio. Yeah. I mean, we are just, we're a Giorgio family for sure. And da, 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 da. Yeah, and we're like, team, we're team Sooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, it was a lot of that. And then, but even more so it was the level of confidence in, you could tell that a lot of these people, these Friday folks of which we were a part, but yeah. a lot of these Friday folks were, uh, were like, um, not iconoclast. They were like religious about the show yeah. and about these conspiracies. And right. they, they felt, and you know, good for them. They felt like they were, they were experts themselves. And a lot yeah. of them did the, you know, we don't believe all of it, but yeah. you know, some of this stuff you just can't deny. Right. And the guy, again, the guy in that couple in front of us, yeah. like, yeah, the, the engineer guy's like, you're telling me with those laser just precision yeah. cuts, <laughs> yeah. and they're going to drag those things that far? Are you right. kidding me? Yeah. That's not going to happen. No. And then, so we can't do that today. <laughs> so what also surprised me was these guys talking about it, and then the rest of the show was so much Mars civilization talk, right. which a we've lot. never really seen on the show yeah, yet. I don't, I don't remember if it goes later, but yeah, yeah. there's just a, there's a lot of that. And the guys like yeah. the engineer guy again is like. I mean, you see that face that's perfectly symmetrical. Yeah. That's not natural. Yeah. You're not going to see that. Right. Those straight lines in that pyramid. Yeah. Come on. You're telling me thousands of right. years or millions of years <laughs> of sand, and that's going to stay just standing yeah. up like that? I don't think so. And, he, and he's – a lot of these people were being, being, being friendly and informative no, because nice, there was the yeah. lesser fans that were – you know, maybe there because they've caught a few episodes of the show or their daughter was there with them or hey, whatever. We got to start watching. Yeah. <laughs> so that was skipping ahead like an hour. But like the first panel, because um, I don't think anything of note really happened. Well, with, there were some handouts that were interesting in line, too. There was a lady well, that was uh, handing out how the government, like she was very anti-biometric scanning. So putting your DNA on like your passport chip and stuff. Yeah. And, you ever uh, wonder why they're going to start doing that in the next year? Right. <laughs> uh, and then there was a guy that was like, uh, he had a black card that had gold writing, and it was about uh, gold digging. Uh, it was a book about the gold digging uh, places Again, of the classic, just yeah, like, like the Anunnaki or whatever. And he acted like he couldn't say it loud. He was yeah. like, "Here, here." And the the the, the top card. of the card says, uh, "Are you sure you're ready for this?" Or yeah. some stupid thing. <laughs> Um, and then yeah. we looked up and it was his dick right in front of oh, me. Oh yeah, face. I guess, <laughs> yep. God, I guess I am ready for so this. I get you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, my also favorite, uh-huh. just before we leave the line, yeah, yeah, was this lady driving by in a car, oh, yeah. stopped at a stoplight, yeah. and she's like, "What? What are you guys all waiting in line for?" And they're like, "Alien Con." Like yeah. some other lady chimes back and yeah. like, "Alien Con." Like it's you know that showing challenge and the lady in cars like. Oh my god! I wanted to get tickets for that, yeah. but I couldn't get the time off, and then they sold out. And she's like, "Oh yeah, you're missing out, lady." And then the lady in the car before driving out, she's like, "Hey, give Giorgio a kiss for me, okay?" Yeah, yeah. And then the girl was like, "Oh, you know it." Yeah. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Uh-huh. That was the start of like, this is a special yep. show. Oh yeah. <laughs> give Giorgio a kiss, and yeah. then just the wetness of these like middle-aged moms. <laughs> the wet. All, all dampening up for good old. <laughs> I was like man picturing. Giorgio. I was like, "How did you see that their lips were so wet when they were blowing kisses?" Oh, yeah. nom, nom, nom. oh their downstairs uh, lips were but, flopping. <laughs> but yeah, like it was. I called it the fog rolling yeah. in because it was just so damp. <laughs> uh, but yeah, green fog. <laughs> <laughs> nice Munster scent. Mm. Um, but yeah, we the 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 level of like Friday for sure was. The, le- the level of weirdness exceeded our dreams, yeah. but also to an awkward extent. Yeah. Because, like, we thought there'd be 
a few with all the panels because there's literally was like 15 panels a day yeah um and every the, hour there was like three to choose from at any given time and the nice thing i i think i had more fun friday than saturday not yeah. just from a tired standpoint but yeah, yeah. like friday we could go to any panel yeah. we wanted to saturday yeah. again it was like San it was Diego like an Comic open Con. house vibe on on yeah, friday yeah just know? come on in where yeah. saturday was like the fucking i don't know if anyone's you know whoever not trying to sound like an ass humble bird but <laughs> uh san diego comic-con like hall h is where all the big celebrities are right oh, yeah. there's people waiting overnight you want to yeah. go to a panel at 3 p.m you're waiting there at you right. know, 5 a.m that's where the cast of justice hall, league yeah. or marvel movies goes yeah. and all that shit yeah. uh, hall 20 similar shit mm-hmm. so it's like your days revolving around one panel right, right? so that's what saturday kind of felt like like yeah. you want to go in that orion room yeah the lines you know yeah. three hours long because they don't the way the panels work, they don't kick everyone out and then bring in new people. You right. can just sit there and post up. So once it reaches capacity, it's yeah. one in, one out. So you could be in line and say, oh, my panel starts in an hour. But right, right. if the you know 200 people ahead of you don't come out, yeah. then you're not going in. And remember on Friday, they don't, I don't think they did it on Saturday at all, but remember how some of the panels, some people were counting the, the little clicker, the employees, yeah. and then they just kind of stopped. You know, but uh, well, I think Saturday because they're reaching capacity. So right, right. Just... But fr- I, we only saw it Friday. But I guess we didn't go in those two. We didn't rooms. go in the big ones. Yeah, that on makes that. sense. So, um, but yeah, like it was, it was very much and like we could have gone. It was actually tough making tough choices on Friday. Yeah, because there was sometimes each hour, every other hour, there was like two that we'd want right. to go to. But, um, but yeah, like we walk in the the check in was once the line was you know there it was easy, it was super yeah. easy. Luckily. Everything was running a half hour late, so we didn't miss the first panel we wanted to go to at 10 a.m. Because yeah. that was the Meet the Producers panel. Yeah, and we show. probably – so getting there – got in line at 8.45. Mm-hmm. We're in the, the first panel at 10, 10, yeah. 10 15, yeah, yeah. something like that. And that was in that really nice auditorium, right. the Civic Auditorium. So about we got an hour like, and a half of waiting, though, to get through true. your fucking tickets and yeah. stuff. Yeah, but the – but, I mean, yeah, we sat down in that fucking theater, and it was right like – Right up front. I don't know, like, yeah, nine rows back or something, like yeah, really yeah. close. And uh, – um. It was Meet the Producers, so it was Kevin Burns, who he him, he actually made the joke, I'm not Ken Burns, I didn't make the baseball yeah. documentary or whatever, but he's done a lot of stuff for History Channel. Um, From the wide dimension. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very big guy. Like yeah. if, when, if you just saw the pictures online of him sitting behind like the panel table, looked totally normal, like skinny arms, like skinny face, but he was just a very triangular shaped man yeah. like a like a tweedledee tweedle dump yeah. dumpty <laughs> oh my little dumpty <laughs> humpty tweedle dumpty sat on my lap my rumpty yeah um licking me where i crap <laughs> uh oh, he lifted my balls i splat on the walls <laughs> and, <laughs> and then i took a big I? nap <laughs> um and uh, as the and police came I took me away for <laughs> uh but yeah so that was I was actually surprised that it was because like the not that the people look boring or anything, but it was it was Giorgio Sukalos, uh, Kevin Burns, and then like yeah. the uh, re- the rest of the producers. Yeah, and uh, but Kevin Burns was like a super dynamic personality. He oh, was yeah. like he was like listening to your like a Woody Allen or somebody yeah. like up on stage. I mean, like, he's a I guess you know the classic dynamic like Hollywood sales yeah. sales and marketing kind yeah, of yeah. Dude, yeah. East Coast like, trance like a yeah. New Jersey guy like right. New York New Jersey guy Boston and, college uh, teacher yeah and uh, but yeah and then uh, the story was kind of interesting because uh, obviously like Giorgio was the key but he he told a quick story about how the whole thing started and yeah. they had had. Um, they got uh, approached by so that when the Indiana Jones movie, the latest one with Sheila Booth, uh, started yeah. Leg- they, Legend of the Crystal Skull or so- something like yeah. that, they get approached 
his this production company right, right, right. Um, to make a Kingdom documentary, of the Skull. Yeah, and sorry. he said <clears throat> it was Indiana Jones and the Ultimate Quest. So, right. and then what's his face? The Burns guy's like, oh, this is Chariots of the Gods, and yeah, they're like, yeah. um, like everyone he'd read, on his he'd staff. read that book back in yeah, the seventies, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So his whole staff didn't know what it was. So he's like, everyone go check it out. Yeah. They make it, mm-hmm. and then you know realize, oh shit, there's more here. Right, and then they get in re- like, oh, it's Dave Von Daniken. He's like, well, <laughs> Eric Von or Eric, Eric Cave, Sorry, <laughs> fuck. And he's like, go, I am go. David Von Daniken. I do not condone my <laughs> brother's <laughs> <laughs> lifestyle. Eric, his mind shit. is not straight. <laughs> it is it warped. <laughs> uh, but he's like, get me the modern day. Yeah, yeah, Von uh, Daniken. Von Daniken. Because and he's so like so. They're like, oh, it's this guy, Giorgio Sukalos, who's like yeah. his protege. Right, right, right. Um, and he was still, at the time, and still publishing him. Legendary Times magazine. So, uh, uh, And then he's like, what's the guy with the hair? We need him. Yeah, and yeah. they like, <laughs> handpicked him from that, yeah. made the thing, and then Von Daniket, he's like, can we uh, meet Von Daniket? And yeah. they're like, sure. So he meets him, <clears throat> and there's a whole story about how he had a, like, a, a stick yeah. knife in his, yeah, yeah. his he's hand. Like, Don't and, bother Eric when he's eating food. <laughs> he will slit your throat. Yeah. <laughs> And then fuck the wound. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, the, his whole goal was to make uh, an updated chariots of yeah, the gods. Yeah. So do let's do the twenty first century version. Of right. It. And and then Von Anakin's like, yes, you may call it chariots of the gods. Yeah. And the guy's like, yeah. oh, sick, like that's awesome. And wow. then he's like, oh shit, he's told <laughs> like anyone who asks him, <laughs> yeah, he just says go for it. Yeah. So yeah. you can use the name. Out. It's okay. And then yeah, all these other things yeah. have optioned it or whatever. So then that's how they ended up on ancient, ancient aliens. Yep. And. Uh, uh, and yeah, and then you know talked about oh, oh Giorgio's hair wasn't always like yeah, this. It's whatever, up. but you know we also know Giorgio's well paid. Yes, yeah, he was like <laughs> he was ma- he made some joke and he's like, ah, don't worry about it. He's very well or yeah. Giorgio's very well off. He gets yeah. paid very well. <laughs> yeah, he can handle it, and he's yeah. very yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like and uh, so all you ladies getting wet for that tan man? No, he's also got the bank to back oh, it. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, and then they went to some of the other producers, like this one gal was like the liaison that like uh, between you know, History Channel and the production right. company, yeah. And then and then a couple producers, like there's a line yeah. producer and the executive producer and whatever. And uh, and Giorgio was like there. The Giorgio, Giorgio definitely sorta. seemed at least for Friday and Saturday, anything we saw him in, he seemed pretty tired. Um, not like a dick or anything. He no, just he was into he just it, just low yeah. en- lower energy than you're used to on the show. So, um, but yeah, this was like this panel and a handful of others were what really made it worthwhile. Not that it wasn't worth seeing the main guys, yeah. but the main crew of guys, you know, your Childresses, your Jason Martells, your Sukaloses, right. your um, Nick the, Popes, your whatever. The like The guy from Egypt. Uh, Rami Romani. Rami Romani. Uh, well, his, I would count him as one of the ones I didn't, that was actually chock full of info. I really oh, 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 sorry, sorry. But sorry, I was sorry. saying like your the classic ancient astronaut theorists, mm. they were great, but they didn't say a lot that you hadn't already heard on the right, show. Right, but right. that's also not even a criticism. It's because they're so open yeah. with There's their opinions so much content and stuff. And different then, shit you can yeah. talk about. Yeah. And so, um, like, like, I think the most disappointed I was, was not like the, it was like one of the big ones. And it was, it was Martel, Rami Romani, David Childress and Hugh Newman, yeah. and it was the um, uh, new archaeological discoveries panel. And I was like, "Oh shit, they're going to like reveal some new things they uncovered underwater, or whatever." But the whole panel getting a little head, Joe. I know. Yeah. I'm just, but I'm saying like this is an example. If we say like this is one of those panels, the whole panel was mostly their opinions on um, new technology that can, like radar technology that can uncover things underground. So, yeah. so stuff like that. But um, but yeah, we went to. 
the Meet the Producers one, and then um, so something happened at this this uh, producers one that kind of set the stage. Yes. Oh, for the rest of yeah. the Got time. It. So I almost left out the best part. <laughs> going going to conventions a shit ton. I don't always do a lot of panels, but obviously it's a panel heavy one. But yeah, classic thing at panels are questions. Q and A sesh, baby. And <laughs> half the time, idiots just ask questions at the literally before they start questions. Like, okay, for like toys, we can't talk about anything that's not released, or we didn't talk about right. storylines, blah blah. That same shit. And then it's, hey, would you make this thing? Right. Uh, <laughs> sure, we could. We yeah. can't say if we are or aren't. You know yeah. that kind of stuff. <clears throat> This was the next level of, like, I forgot about abducted people, conspiracy people, yep. all these things. And they literally take over the panel yeah. with their supposed to be one oh, question. Oh. So I'm going to play a clip here. Try yeah. and follow along. Uh, <laughs> this was the first, first, question first question in the first panel. <laughs> and um, it was going on so long I was able to bust out my phone and then yeah, just yeah. start recording. Because we looked at each other like, what like, the I fuck? I don't know. Like, we were just in shock. Yeah. So he started out with saying how they don't talk about uh, um, different dimensions. And physics enough. And all this. And, yeah. yeah. So he had all this paperwork. Yeah. But then he goes on to talk about being abducted. So yeah. this clip starts with him there talking yeah. about how he ran into the black-eyed children. Right. Not the black-eyed peas. Or black-eyed uh, children. Yeah. <laughs> he looked and at real, me. And very quickly to set the scene, they go, okay, we'll now like to open the floor for questions. So come on down to the mic. Yeah. This We look to the right. And on the on the row furthest from us, we see this little short man in a blue, tight blue T-shirt, tucked in, I think, suspenders, holding this packet of paper above his head, and literally like penguin walking down. Well, this guy was in the Hawaiian quickly. shirt. This or, is the red red. Hawaiian oh, he wasn't shirt first. Guy. The first guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so so this sets the scene even better because yeah. we didn't capture that guy. He was the one we were like, what the fuck? That was the dimension guy. He was okay, the, so the red shirt. Solar bodies are in tandem with each other, and yeah, you guys yeah, don't yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway, but yeah. So then I'll just tell the finish of yeah. this guy's thing. So he fucking bolts down there, and we were like, uh oh, uh oh, like jokingly, but we couldn't could not have imagined how crazy. And he was mm. the one that eventually, like two and a half minutes in, Kevin Burns was you know nice enough, but he was like, sir, sir, what is the question? And yeah. he's like. Would you guys be willing to look at this data? And yeah. he's like, yes, sure. hand it to that guy over there. Yeah. He, <laughs> Which I was also surprised that he wasn't like, no, yeah. sir. Like, we thought he'd totally blow him off or something. But, um, again, I he did it, blow him off, but yeah. that was just because he wanted I to. I compared it to how when people hand uh, bands their CDs to listen to, and they're right. like, cool, thanks. So instead yeah. of starting something by <laughs> being a dick, it's like, yeah, I'll take it. And then yeah. they fucking just chuck Exactly, him. yeah. So this guy was talking about meeting the grays. Yeah. So let me see if how's this coming through. Teeth were vibrating. The words didn't lock up. It's a sound in Sir, sir, sir. I hate to do this, but we have limited time. Do you have a question? I have a question. I think this audience here has had experiences. Oh, yes. By the way, there are two panels where we invite you to participate because we're actually going to be filming them for an upcoming show about people's experiences. And that would be a wonderful thing for you to participate in because we're, we're looking for contributors to those well, how, do, how do I do that? They're, That's they're his question. Noon tomorrow and 4 o'clock tomorrow. Noon tomorrow, 4 o'clock, what room? <laughs> 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 you are not a 
Great question. <laughs> so that was the guy talking was Kevin Burns, a producer. Um, and the the best part about this fucking guy asking the question, he was a gold pass holder. He fucking had a gold pass to the thing, meaning he w- knew the show very well. He knew how to work, you know, fucking buy something on a convention website. Get to this panel. He knew how to get to the panel, and yet he didn't know that there were other pa- – like, he was so hardcore to buy a $600 pass to this thing, which now that I think about it, maybe he just fucking just bought the first ones that came up, and he was like, well, that's how much it's going to take for me to talk to Giorgio Sucolo. So, you know what I mean? And like, like people, yeah, yeah. he just – yeah, to, for him to not for, have a question, and then his question just be what this, right. like, and for them yeah. to know what room, what right. time, what yeah. day, like all this shit, yeah. it's like just pure insane. Ugh, like they great. were just like some some poor convention worker, like the yeah. like the customer service desk or something. Yeah. You know? So I have a in between clip of panels. Uh-huh. What was the next panel we went to after? So this? the next panel was an examination of hyperspace. With Michael Barra. So I think we went straight to this. Yep. So I'll, I'll save a, the clip for after that. Got it. So, so yeah, I mean, the Michael Barra, who we just coined on the last episode, throws out his Barra barrages on uh, the show. <laughs> um, he is a uh, – what we found during – on Saturday, actually, where he, he said he had some sort of clearance and worked with the government on secret things or whatever, which we had – I looked on his Wikipedia. I couldn't fucking find that. Yeah. But um, – but he's always the guy that we talk about being a little snide, more than a little snide. Yeah. Very arrogant sounding. Um, he's always just like, come on, come on, guys. Like, are you, you really going to believe what fucking NASA says? Like, he says shit like that all the right, time. Right, right. You know? And so the, the, notes, the notes I took, uh, that the biggest one is that Michael Barra doesn't believe in black holes. Right, right, right. And so meanwhile, this is Michael Barra solo hosting a panel called an examination of hyperspace right which is like i don't know if there's a lot of science i mean uh, well you'd have to go get a real astrophysicist to explain hyperspace to right and how black holes work right and he was on another panel where everyone's like yeah we all have phds and he was like the only one who didn't yeah yeah and they kind of made fun of him for it too and the one dude travis he's like travis taylor i I got two man you can borrow one of mine up when you're up here he was great yeah yeah, he was awesome he uh he was like he was the informational highlight of the trip for me like because he's been on some episodes but only a few but we'll get more into him later but um (laughs) but yeah he he doesn't believe in black holes he believes that hyperspace is based on um, like these three dimensional, what do they call them? Pyra- not pyramids, but like pyra- oh, sure. pyroids. Yeah, he thi- or, well, whatever. and he thinks black holes are rips in dimensions and energy right. coming out because that's why you see light coming out right. and out the hole, whatever. Yeah, not understanding the basics of a black hole, but he says, yeah, he says that any um, any sort of information being passed from a higher dimension than ours, so the fourth, fifth, sixth dimension. We simply observe it as a energy coming through and a disturbance. So we 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 see it as energy disturbances, um, and he says that's what black holes are. Right. If there's a rip. So um, he says that uh, he also goes into how uh, all energy is caused by um, spinning, like the spinning of these two trianguloid, like pyramidical whatever. Yeah, like line them up. And right, and they all they all hit nineteen point. Uh, five degrees roughly or whatever. And that if you look at those points on a planet and spin around those points, you get this massive level of energy. And that's what 
that where all energy all, comes from. Yeah, yeah, all volcanoes are always there or magnetic poles are always there or whatever. Um, <clears throat> he then said, uh, he's, he said, F Neil deGrasse Tyson. And everyone was like laughing sort of. But awkwardly. And then he goes, you think he's going to say, you think he was going to say something to the effect like, F Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's just part of the mainstream, whatever. Da, 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 da. But then he goes, F Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? Am I right? And he goes, yeah. He looks like Webster, okay? Guy looks like Webster. Yeah. And we're like, that's kind of borderline <laughs> racist, <laughs> sort of. But, like, but regardless, it's just like, come on, dude. Like, I know the, the, the thing that I don't appreciate about him is that he's, I think he's actively trying to do, I'm the bad boy of right, right, international right. theory. You I've know? got the hair combed the most forward. Right. He's doing, yeah, he's doing a, he's doing a lot of the tight uh, cross arm, you know, pictures yeah, yeah. and photo shoot kind Turtlenecks of Turtlenecks and such. Right. And, uh. But yeah, so he, he go and he says this was the other arrogant thing. And he thing. just followed us. On <laughs> yeah, Instagram. he just followed us on Instagram today. Um, he uh, he says all the physicists should just come to our conference and learn everything they need to know. Right, right. And I'm just like, because yeah, everything we say becomes reality. So why don't right. they just come to us first? <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, come on, dude. Like that's it's that's a very broad, pretty fucking insulting statement. to physicists, you know, who have PhDs in their field, you know. Um, so yeah, that was that was you know we I think we left that one like well we let we didn't like listen to the QA on that right, one. Right. Uh, we went to the visionaries next. That was the that was like the big one of the this first is day. The I think. Transfers. Um, but uh, that was David Hatcher Childress, yep. Giorgio Sukalos, John Brandenburg, who like I, I he's been on the show a bunch, but like mm-hmm. he's a super kind of dry, like big old funny dude and uh, like big old guy. Like yeah. and so um, and this was back in the civic room. So again. <laughs> This was like a full auditorium with two levels, which right. I'm really surprised Saturday they didn't put all the heavy hitter right. panels in this one. They yeah. put them in the slightly smaller room. Right. But still. And, and, uh, or like the, the less seat dense room, which right. was like a waste of space. But um, but yeah, so uh, and then uh, Hugh Newman was also on there, too. He's. He, we just, I think, introduced him, or like, it, not we, but it was like one In of his one of his later, first episodes yeah. on uh, episode thirteen, season three, episode thirteen, um, and he's got like bleach blonde hair and like a, sometimes yeah. a goatee and stuff. He seems like a nice guy. He yeah. seems like a young childress, like he's just he's just fucking going to places, yeah. and uh, he really likes comparing pictures and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, and and a seeing the photos trends. Of yeah. all these different types. <laughs> a ro- of- like yeah. A rotted photos, yeah. just rotted photos. Yeah, yeah. Look, at, look at how fucked up this yeah. is. Yeah, Bonnie rotten photos. Yeah. <laughs> she's, my, she's, got the, she's my favorite. She's she's sick, yeah. and I fucking yeah. love it. Disgusting. She got the <laughs> webs on her tits and shit. Oh, she gets me right, me nans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what that is? Uh, my nan breads. So, but like this was also. So this is panel number three of the day, and the the. Um, who's it? Not the it's not the MC, like the panelist guy, like the who's the fucking. Um, what do they call that? Um, the moderator. The moderator. Yeah, sorry. The moderator. The first thing, it was like full uh, inside the actor's studio when Will Ferrell would do it. He And he just goes, you know, first question is, uh, where does genius come from? <laughs> and I was just like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm glad that like. It, there wasn't like an arrogant vibe other than Barra, but like in in the rest of the conference, really. But like, um, and it wasn't. It, this wasn't like an arrogant conversation either. Yeah. I was just like, God, that's your first fucking question. But it is called the visionary. Yeah, because so. I think they had answers teed up. Obviously, like they, it wasn't just they're going in cold, not knowing, right? Because then they go into a lot of just trance. Yes, so. everything became um, except for Sooks, which was at least interesting when they disagreed a little bit with each other, like. Um, 
they were talking about because uh, Travis Taylor was on this one too. Sorry, I don't know if I mentioned that. Um, and uh, Brandenburg, yeah, I fucked up. Sorry, yeah, it wasn't sorry. Yeah, I was it was Travis say, Taylor because yeah, he's at the end. Yes, yeah, the last yeah. one. So, um, but yeah, Travis Taylor, he's a Southern guy. He's got two PhDs. He's like a laser engineer. And then, he's like, and then he's like, and then he's like a like a rocket scientist for NASA. Like he contracts for NASA, or and something. he does. Uh, he's the one who wrote the book on what if we get invaded by aliens, right? Yeah, and yeah, literally yeah. teaches that course to the Air right. Force. So and that was, approach, and that's a whole separate uh, um, panel we talk about. Too. Yeah, that was we'll, like we'll get in that second in or third yeah. to last of the day. Um, but uh, but yeah, so they they really talk about genius coming from. Uh, transcendental states, like you know, right. like like uh, Childress is like uh, Nikolai Tesla. He's you know he, he went into these you know train meditate and he, and he'd find the you know alternating currents yeah. and da da da. Have so, an idea and just meditate on it, right? And and uh, but they were really saying how they there's a commonality, and even the Travis Taylor guy said it. And there's scientific there's scientific proof that you can reach a deeper level of consciousness by meditating. But mostly, if you want to do it on a purely like therapeutic scientific level, it's because you're calming all of your anxiety. You're calming your right, brain right. down. You're going to a more dreamlike state where your brain can just free flow a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So they're taking it to the extra level that, oh, we're all tapping into the quantum um, the quantum realm, basically, yeah, where yeah. Ant-Man lives, you know. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and tapping into the, the information that is getting passed from electron to electron and whatever, which is how a lot of these guys, they go, oh, yeah, that's how... Um, psychics work, you know, like you know, right, telekinesis, right, right, like right, all that right. stuff. Yeah. Their their brains are just more attuned Comparing into some it to another dimension or outside force, right. potentially. And uh, it was also interesting too, though, that like electrons, the way they operate, they the way they interact with other electrons, they have to know um, basically their their previous state and their next state. So technically, yeah. all the electrons in your in your body are in your brain are living in the past and future at the same time. Yeah. And that's the weird spooky science that Al- Einstein always talked about yeah. it when you get to the, quantum the infinite level. loop. of Yeah. And, um, so, and again, like the, there was some arrival talk to it another, another panel, but for those that have seen arrival, that's pretty much how the aliens and arrival are like, right. Oh yeah, we Fifth exist. Dimension, we yeah. exist in all time like outside of time and see it all right. at once, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, uh, Sooks is like very bullish about how, he doesn't think it's so much a mental tapping in, but physical alien teachers, as this is no surprise, yeah. um, uh, teaching people because, and he turns into this thing where it's like, yeah, we're all teaching each other. We're teaching our children. They, we are their children. So they taught us. And he's like, and he brought up an interesting point where he was like, uh, he's like, you know, people always try to, to poke holes and say, well, you know, the cynics out there, where, where did the aliens, you know, learn this? Did somebody teach them too? Where does it end? And and we've yeah. asked that exact question on the show too. And he's like, he's like, it's all a cycle. It's all happened. Like, he's like, yeah. aliens are looking for God too, like the first well, source that, of yeah, knowledge or that's whatever. What, yeah, he's like, it's not that there's not the God. Yeah, you must be able to go back and who taught the aliens right. and who taught them, right. and you go back far enough. And that is your God. Right, exactly. That is the first one. Right. You know, whatever bullshit. Yeah. Are you about to play a clip? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I just had on here... Just watching Bonnie Rock kids. Uh, <laughs> get me all torqued up. Um, so in order of my notes, I have a body f- uh, is for 67 degrees. My body is a wonderland? <laughs> And biorhythm on Mars of the day, so they talk oh, about yeah. that, like because they, they kind of went Taylor into brought that up like many panels uh, and, over the weekend. So on this yeah. one, I think it was like, did we come from Mars, and does that have that? Right, right, right. And then the exploding planet theory. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then that, yeah, because yeah, again, you like you're like you were saying, 
things always ended up going to we came from Mars and have to go back yeah, for yeah. Mars talk, whether it was on a bacterial level, the planet exploded or a, and an asteroid hit it and it set a bunch of bacteria laden debris that grew right. into life on our planet, like whatever, or Martians were actually advanced and right. we looked, or you know, Martians look large. Like that's because they, they made the, um, the, it is a really interesting point that yeah. like, um, the, the body, the human body stops producing the quote unquote bad fat at, Roughly 66.5 or 67 degrees so, Fahrenheit. Yeah, so at 67 degrees and below, your body produces good fat. Just the good fat. Anything yeah. over that produces that bad fat. Toast that avocado toast fat. You yeah. know? And so on Mars, it's very interesting at that, the equator, that at the equator. In the summertime. In the summertime, it's that exact temperature consistently. Yeah. And so he, they're kind of making the point that, like, look, like, we have this evolutionary link. You know, it's a very big coincidence that, like, the bacteria, the bacterial life, or even the advanced life that might have spawned us had the or same even if we were just biorhythm, yeah, basically. Like and then they also made the point, it's in another panel, but it's the same same point, where astronauts, as soon as they go out into orbit, their their, their uh, circadian rhythm becomes a 24.9-hour cycle. I think. He said, they said two different things. I'm going with the one that was just about Mars. Mars day. But, yeah. uh, but anyway, the day cycle, day-night cycle, or the day cycle of Mars is 24.9 hours. Right. So it's almost like they're, they're saying that our bodies are, like, waiting to get away from, like, they're going back to Earth. neutral or their source. They, so yeah, they like, were based on Mars right. evolution, not Earth. So when you're, when you're taken out of the Earth's gravity, atmosphere, whatever, it kind of just resets to its neutral state. Right. So, um, and then all the stuff that you guys really want to know, which is, what are these guys like in real life? So I wrote down, like, watching Childress, because, of course, we were watching Childress yeah. the most. Sooks was, like, very calm, like, just whatever, like, uh, either absorbing things or talking. Um, very, very different than on the show, but they all are, you know. Um, like, Jason Martell, yeah. slick back kid, obviously isn't sounding all rehearsed like he's reading off a teleprompter in real life. And but... he had bleached hair, which is really creepy. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not this, like, because in the show so far, show far, the show far. Uh, he is, it's like a brownish black hair, slick back. Yeah. Now he has, like, he's, he's looking like he's looking like five heads at Freddy's. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe they've morphed into one, and that's why he wasn't yeah. there. Uh, but he's got the the new cool styles to bleach your hair oh, yeah. and leave dark roots. Yeah, and that's what he was doing. Oh, it was yeah. kind of combed back into the side, mm-hmm. not fully slicked back. Well, here. a lot of people don't yeah. know is that his he has a full Courtney Love mural tattoo on his back. So yeah, it's a fun fact. But mm-hmm. but you got to follow his private Snapchat for that. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, he Patreon has lewds and yeah, yeah. <laughs> lewd uh, never knew, but yeah. you can see my butthole for twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, our 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 boy Childress, he's a ticky boy. Like he has lots of ticks. Uh, he's very smiley, which was yeah, cool. Very, he, he seems like a fucking super nice guy. Yeah, and a very innocent guy too. Yeah, yeah. Um, as as we'll, we'll have a little story for you later. But yeah. um, but yeah, he was just like. Big and obviously no one can see, but he just would have these big like like like, like, like shoulder shakes. <laughs> I wonder what people are picturing like when I'm going. He's got some bruises. But yeah, you lots can't... of lots of shoulder readjustments, lots of little scoots in his chair, sure. yeah. and like when he would smile, it was just like the like oh yeah. isn't that funny audience? Like he'd mug for the audience and stuff when yeah. someone else would be funny. And uh, yeah, it wasn't like I was worried he had like a degenerative disease kicking in, like right, like, right, you know, something like that. It wasn't yeah. like a spazzy twitch yeah. thing, or or even it wasn't even super OCD. I think it was just you yeah, know, being on stage in front of people, yeah, kinda, yeah, you know, awkwardness, right. And and yeah, he in general seems like a very like he's both comfortable and uncomfortable. You right, know, again, right. like he's a he's an innocent seeming. Yeah, he's guy. on TV, but when you're on TV, you're with a camera one on one. You're right. not in front of. 
a bunch of people in person. Right. He he reminds me of because he spent most of his life exploring weird places. Mm. He reminds me of surprisingly enough Tarzan, Lindsay Lohan from Mean Girls. When she, you know the beginning of the movie, she's just like lived I don't on. Know. I've never seen that. Oh, you never seen it. So like her her base story is her ba- back story is. She was super smart and whatever because she was raised by parents that were um, like African. Um, they were like anthropologists, I think. Mm-hmm. And so she lived in like uh, she went to like an anthropologist, like the anthropology school where it was just the students of all the parents there and like blah, and all this stuff. So and then she goes to this America. They move to America, goes to a public school, her life, whatever. Yeah. She learns about basically girl. she wasn't around people. Now she's around. People. And so the, a lot of the the first act of the movie is her being kind of the odd person out because she like grew up outside of modern American society. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, which makes her kind of weird. So that's the kind of impression, a very innocent, you know, but probably very intelligent, you know, guy, but just, I guess there's a little bit of naivete to him. Right. Um, can't prove that obviously, but, um, now he did finger that girl's naivete. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well it was the, it was that blue alien, um, Green. The the Navi t- Tang. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, They're talking about that green and it was a big butt. Yeah, it was weird because, and literally there was proof for Alien Life that surprisingly was the same as James Cameron's film. Yeah. But everyone was just worried about how he was fingering her yeah, and yeah, how that yeah. wasn't appropriate and right, stuff right. like that. But. Kept sucking off her weird tail thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, but yeah, so Childress pops in and he talks about, he makes the point where this is the clip I play, but we don't have to play it. It's fine. But he's just like, you know, if you're an, an archaeologist or, you know, these mainstream scientists or whatever, you know, you're not going to want to admit that uh, you've been wrong this whole time or, you know, some some new theorist came up with a better theory. And so there's this element of unlearning that you have to do. And it was like actually a poignant point because we see that everywhere that like yeah. the ancient astronaut theorists are always – you know, ma- you know, mainstream archaeologists pretend that blah 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 blah. Yeah. Portend, not pretend. Uh, and they're always doing this almost us versus them style thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it was nice to see some of the other, the more not fringe that they're like not known, but they're just not on the show as much, or they're right. new. A lot of those guys were like, no, like you have it's both. Like you know, they have a foundation of work for us to jump off of, and now yeah. now we're just learning that we know less and less. But that's a good problem to have. But. Yeah. Um, Anyway, he's just he's just a a, bum, a bubbly, bouncy man. Um, Travis Taylor had the quote of the, uh, the the panel, and he said he just went, "Now that's a buttload of stars," <laughs> and everyone started cracking up. Um, yeah, just doing the math because a lot of it, a lot of his stuff is based on calculations of how societies work and reproduce and right. numbers. So it's like, you know, if the odds are this out of the number, it's not the the probability of. Uh, alien life is not zero. Right, right. So, and that led right into our next panel, which was alien invasions. It was like right. preparations, the need to know, and something else. So, yeah. he had a really cool, definitely like the most informative panel of the day. Yeah. Travis Taylor, again, is like the super southern double PhD guy that works for NASA. And he, a lot of times, he's like, I was doing a project for a, a three-letter organization, so probably the CIA or FBI, or they or they want to read his book to make sure he doesn't leak anything on right. Reason. But he but he said like they he's worked for them too. So because um, he even said to to kind of put down conspiracy theories, he's like, I was I've been asked to have my shit read and stuff, but I've never been stopped from saying things that aren't popular in you know right, what I mean. Right. They're like, all right, you're not violating any the the what is it well, the, the information act. And, or something and he like also that. said anyone. 
who's part of a conspiracy is breaking the law. Right. And anything that leaks classified information right. is breaking the law. So he's not saying there's like conspiracies that are hiding. He's saying it if the government knows about aliens, it's doing all the proper legal right. ways of sharing that data. Right. Which isn't necessarily shared with everyone else. Yeah. But it's you know, it's not a conspiracy like they're hiding it right. from themselves or something. He's you know? saying because everyone sees it in fucking movies all the time. It's like, oh, you're on a need to know a need to know basis with this. Like, but yeah. that's a real official, legally yeah. binding thing with the military and the government. Yeah. Um so when they say, Yeah, this case is officially need to know only or yeah. whatever. So um just, just making the point that that isn't the same as a conspiracy. Yeah. Because if everyone Did you wear knew, a condom last night, right. that's not need to know only. Okay. <laughs> um, this to go bag says differently. Um, but uh, he he really breaks down um, the Fermi paradox, which the Fermi paradox is if there are so many advanced aliens around, where the fuck are they? So right. this Italian scientist what, have, was like having lunch or whatever or one day in the fifties. And so this was, like, one of my favorite, like, the funnest fact, I think, of the whole weekend was because, like, he literally is showing mathematically. He's like, look, Fermi used this model of population growth, and there's a name for it and stuff. He used this model of population growth, which has been proven to be total horseshit, and it's not reflective of any ecosystem anywhere. He's like, you can put shit, like, you know, bacteria in a Petri yeah. dish, and it follows this other one that I'm showing you here. Right. And, he, like, his presentation was just, like... Boom, well, he's here's like, the graph, are, here's the math, all here's these the presentations this. are hours right. of data and points where he's just like, I'm breaking all this shit down into 40 minutes, so right. here we go. And uh, he kind of uh, uh, was not anti-Stephen Hawking, but he broke down some of his shit and was like, um, saying like, oh, the aliens are just going to come, fu- there are no aliens in sight, like blah, 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 we'll never be able to find them. Any alien that could find us will just want to eat us or kill us or take all our shit or enslave us. So he was like... Um, Hawking didn't take into account like gravitational lensing, which can actually help telescopes see even further and see if there are structures or, or things that get, you know, shadowed by light and things like that on other planets, you know? So it's just interesting to see, like, here's another very intelligent scientist saying this other scientist has some blind spots, you know? And, and he gets to his point of, let's say you're doing the most, whatever, like light, Speed of light travels at this this pace. Mm-hmm. We've had structures for this many years, right? So literally, the circumference of radius of or what circumference of radius space, stupid. Mm-hmm. The diameter or radius, you know, from radius from Earth out yep. is about a hundred thousand light years, or right? Something. Right. Yeah. So literally, if there are aliens in that space, they yep. can see us. If they're not, they don't even know we're here. And right. That's probably right. Why they haven't even shown up? And it's crazy because you, you know you look at us. If for those that haven't looked at a galactic map of the Milky Way, we're on like the towards the end of one arm of it, and yeah. so we're really far from the densest parts of it. And he was like showing literally. He's like, look, this is a circle. <laughs> he's like, anyway, at at its furthest. People would only know we're here if they're within this circle. Right. And the circle on, if you were to say it was a 30-inch across picture, the circle was like fucking half, like a millimeter, half a centimeter or something. It was like very, and and that is uh, thousands of light years across or some crazy fucking thing too. So um, we moved on to, uh, or we stayed in the same room actually, because then it was Nick Pope's Science Fiction Meets Science Fact. Um, And uh, I really like Nick Pope. Nick, you know, Nick Pope's the... The guy that was part of the British Ministry of Defense, and he his department was closed down in two thousand six. Yeah. But like worked with X Files, and yeah, the, he was he was like the real X Files for the yeah. British government, and so, actually worked on the show X Files. Yeah, he consults with Chris Carter. He consulted on the the movies and stuff like yeah. that, and and uh, 
super fucking nice guy. Like I, if we would have had time, I would have liked a picture or autograph him just because he's like nice. Like he's like, yeah. his seems picture like, was like 20 bucks. Yeah. He's like a good guy to support, yeah, I guess, yeah. you know, um, and the launch, the one God. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, his, his wasn't like super interesting. It, there wasn't a lot of new stuff, but there was a couple times where he was like, Oh, look at this picture. And it looked like a UFO. Yeah. And he's like, you know, who do you think made this? Was it? And it was like just some British made yeah. thing is they were testing out the super advanced thing. And he's like, the most interesting part was he's like, this is on the British Ministry of Defense's yeah. website. Uh, it was invented a couple of years ago. They were doing flight tests. It looks just like a classic saucer. He's like, this is the shit that isn't classified. So what do you think right. they might be working on that is classified? Right, right, right. And, that, and so kind of making the point that he's totally all for UFOs, but also a lot of shit we've seen might actually be very advanced shit that we're just not pre- – that we're on a need-to-know basis and we don't right. need to know. Right, right. So um, the funniest part of his was that – so there was a, a – uh, like a, I don't know if somebody was typing shorthand, like in, oh, a, yeah, in a court yeah. case. Yeah, no, but, they totally were because they were. Yeah. They, they, so basically, if you were deaf instead of a hand, you know, a sign language person, they instead would of a type, hand job, you get a, yeah, a, yeah, a, a, a kind of a, t- a mouth job, yeah, yeah. blow job. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, she gave me a beautiful mouth job last night, uh, and she consumed <laughs> it all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's these big teleprompters, like yeah. literally writing out what the person was saying. Yeah. So. And <laughs> someone mistyped. And it, he said David Duchovny. Yeah. And what came out was David Ducho Vignon. Because <laughs> uh, so they're just spaced it right or whatever. We'll but yeah. now. We'll probably autocorrect it. <laughs> yeah. And the, the guy probably like, it. what the fuck? Who's David Ducho? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and it's just funny to think that maybe that David Duchovny's actual name and he's just yeah. staged yeah. as yeah. Duchovny. So forever now, he will be in our hearts. <laughs> Old David Ducho. David Ducho. David Ducho at AlienCon on Sunday. So yeah. we did not see him or meet him. No. But. Uh, um, he looked very tired in all his photos yes, as well from what I've seen. Well, I think he always just looks tired. He was Californicating, kind of you know, yeah. so up all night. Yeah. Well, he's writing in his uh, diaries, right, the Red exactly. Shoe Diaries. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and he had them on, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, they were dancing. And yeah. always imagine high heels there. Yep. <laughs> like in uh, The Waterboy when... Um, Fucking the Fonz, whatever his real yeah. name is, he like goes, he loses his shit, and oh, he's yeah, just like, he "Yes, mommy, yeah, I can." Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he just pans down, and he has red <laughs> heels. Yeah, on. yeah. Um, I hate him. I hate him. I hate yeah. him. God. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, he Nick Pope like he compares himself sort of to the cigarette smoking man, but also says that that concept is very overblown and hyperbolized. Right. He, yeah, and whatever. he shows the guy putting in some random artifact. Right. He's like, now here's a picture of me. Yeah. And he's just like pulling out some dumb doc. Like he yeah. just kept making fun of himself, yeah. like looking at how much of a nerd I am and how Which boring was, my job was. And, and it, but it was cool because that particular point was he's like, oh, like he goes, you know, those the huge hall of records that yeah. the smoking man or Indiana, you know, or the people at yeah, whatever yeah. Are, are, are hiding away these artifacts or information, and then it like cuts to him in a fucking room just like right. that, pulling some you know papers out or whatever. So um, he mentions, I wrote the note, "Deep Black World," but I don't know what it was in reference to. Uh, he's like, we're entering a deep black world of something, something, but I can't remember. Um, and uh, he talks about Arrival a little bit and how there are efforts, the movie Arrival. Again, this is you know uh, science fiction meets science fact. Uh, talks about how you know there's real efforts to decipher alien languages and there's whole organizations dedicated to that. So it's yeah. not that far off and stuff. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, oh, and then he talks, he ends it with before the Q&A, which is like, you know, SETI, the search for extraterrestrial light intelligence. Sorry, um, the the movie or the 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 what contact the movie yeah. contact was kind of based in 
that the square kilometer array is getting built currently. I think we mentioned this a long time ago on the show. Um, but uh, it's this unprecedented array of telescopes, um, way fucking stronger than the current SETI ones. Um, and uh, and then he just went to Q&A or whatever. I also wrote um, Kimberly Mulkey, horny for Steve. <laughs> and well, that was mid <laughs> Well, I will also, before we get into that, uh, 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 careful too much. Are we allowed to say your name too much? Anyways, She's uh, on the public no, Facebook no, I'm page. Just, I'm just giving a shit. Uh, that the the te- Timberly like, Gulky. Yeah, that the tech and science panels had almost no crazy people asking oh, questions. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah. Every Anytime it was a much more grounded in science panel, yeah. the questions were just normal, like, Oh, was your life affected by that? Were you ever told yeah. to not say anything? Like, all these interesting questions, you know. Uh, um, and I did write one other thing I forgot on the Travis uh, panel was uh-huh. everything is sexy and sexual and hot. <laughs> is that? He's like, man, now, now oh, these yeah, women. Yeah. He's, like, talking about women yep. and talking about uh, fucking a wife right. and talking about uh, laying he? that pipe <laughs> down. No, but everything's, like, you know, real sexy looking and like yeah, this yeah. and that. And, you yeah. know, got these. Like, everything was just, like. He was super quick weird. and snippy and engaging. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he'd throw these little, like, jibs and jabs yeah. at, like, whatever organizations people. or whatever out, you know. Uh, but yeah, now I remember that. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, now, now everyone's this like sexy idea of this like so, ship yeah, coming yeah. down and doing this or whatever, and you get all the beautiful Star Trek women from that yeah. one planet. And da, da, like, yeah, I, I'd would go talk, to that planet and fuck all those women. And he would talk that fast. Like yeah, he's yeah. super quick talker. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, we went to the previously mentioned let New me Ark. Huh? Let me see if this clip is relevant for this time. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's see. Well, I think it was after the first two or three. It doesn't matter. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So Joey. What is your most shocking moment nice. so far? <laughs> that a woman behind us in the audience turned to her husband during the Visionaries conference and said, we should really start watching Ancient Aliens. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. <laughs> what are you looking forward to most after our first little taste of Alien Con? I'm, I'm looking forward to, despite the mm. awkwardness it brings, like, more of the like every panel seems to end with questions from the audience. Yep. And I think the people <laughs> that ask that are asking those questions uh, are beyond our wildest dreams in terms of what we were looking to see and observe here because they're not asking questions, they're just going on rants with the opportunity to talk <laughs> to the ancient astronaut theorists and multiple of them have had diagrams and like blueprints and schematics and said, "Would you please look at this uh, data that I've compiled?" And they go, yeah, sure, which was actually pretty nice. But I'm hoping to see a lot more of that. Or maybe even maybe even like a Sukalos or something like, yeah, fuck off or something. Because he seems very tired. So looking for a weird reaction. Obsessed with how tired he is. Yeah, I think an awkward moment of where they are physically and the wear and tear, especially into tomorrow, because there's events tonight. And then how they wear out tomorrow throughout the day. And then I would agree that the questions were something I didn't even think about as a possibility after being to many cons and just seeing people with like dumb questions. These are like next level taking over the entire panel and showroom to go off on some dumb tangent and or some young guy. promote Ooh. themselves because we saw that. A <laughs> oh, yeah. That one lady too, promoting her it's, it's five years of like research when, and when organization. People hand musicians their CDs. They're like, oh, oh cool. Same thing. Yeah. It's like avoid a <laughs> weird moment. And then it just gets thrown away. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, Wait. Surprisingly, a 
large amount of attraction. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think that was the next thing. We can, yeah, I don't know if we, I think that's the last clip. Let's just play this. Yeah, because we, we kind of just... Uh, oh, sorry. And I don't know if it recorded. Maybe we just hit the button and went off, but... Uh, we enjoyed a long rant about... Yeah. Joey stated <laughs> earlier yeah. that we have got... We were probably the youngest people waiting in line. Oh, yeah, yeah. But now it's progressively gotten younger as the day's gone on and, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um... So we just met David Chow. Okay, I'll oh, on that one. Spoiler alert. Uh, uh, and, and a girl from work said she saw her friend on Instagram posting uh-huh. about um, seeing her friend at Alien Country. Like, why the fuck are you there? <laughs> so she mess- messaged her, and she's like, yeah, my mom's into this and just wanted to go. Because yeah. we saw a lot of mother-daughter Lots teams. of mother-daughter uh, teams. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I haven't – I mean – it was the really the weirdest part was not seeing them do harmonica style blowjobs yeah, on yeah. men. Typical, so, like hey, in a VR hey ladies, scene or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, lot of big bootied women, a lot of attractive women, <laughs> and like there a lot wasn't... of women by themselves or with other women. Not, I mean, right. there's plenty of boyfriend girlfriends, but yeah, yeah. surprisingly large number of potentially single women. Right. Um, yeah, gaggles, if you were, and and also there was like not a lot of true cosplay but there was a lot of just like weird i'm dressing colorfully like i'm dressing quirkily or something right. or like they're going to a rave in the desert or yes something. exactly yeah, they put like glitter on their cheeks yeah. and like and you know some people just had little uh antenna headbands and stuff like a that. a few people wearing the tinfoil hats yes yeah yeah like, trying to be funny the, the next on saturday skipping ahead a little bit but on saturday did you see those people that had the full like uh arrival ship shaped it wasn't arrival but it was like they looked like uh, Cobra from G.I. Mm. Joe. Like, they had these silver masks on their okay. heads, and then they walked around. When we were at the, the party at the, yeah. the end of Saturday, they literally had the fucking masks. So I'm assuming you can see out the like it's a two-way yeah, yeah. mirror or something. But and they were, but otherwise, they were just like some normal middle-aged random, couple whatever, from, yeah. you know, yeah, we found these Riverside cool masks. or something. But, um, but yeah. Um, so we went to New Archaeological Discoveries. I mentioned this before. It was uh, last R- panel of the day, yeah. Friday. Rami Romani, uh, Jason Martell, the slick back kid, David Hatcher Childress, uh, Hugh and Hugh Newman. So he was the guy that was British with the blonde, yeah, yeah. also frosted hair. Yeah, but he's had frosted hair since we see him on season yeah, three. I think so he's he's, he's uh, OG true blue. blonde. Yeah, yeah. So we can't really fault him for that. Um, but uh, uh, anyway, like so we were like, oh, oh, sick! This is going to be fucking whole like revealing Epic. new yeah. archaeological evidence or whatever um uh, some some sunken city that was uh, yeah. just found or in a jungle uh, or in the jungle or whatever and um uh but it was ultimately just about how they were all stoked for satellite uh ground penetrating satellite radar technology and uh drones yes and so and that was my note um he's uh he just says uh, uh I got into drones, and I'm like, yeah. you got into drones? Yeah, like, really into droning. Yeah, because he's, he's like, he, he literally said as if he was doing the exploring, he's like, he's like, no, I can, you know, fly that drone just as close to the canyon wall as I want, and I can get in there and take some shots under the, and I never have to worry about risking my life yeah, climbing or there hire, or this or that or hiring people or helicopter liability or whatever. I'm like, which is, you know, so all that was fine. It was just weird that he said that. But um, uh, Rami talks about, uh, and this is the first time we'd really hear, heard him talk at length, I think. Yeah. Because um, he's he hasn't been on the show yet. For he's on our the, stuff. He's on the newest season. No, no, no yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Just for not where on program. We're at. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but uh, and Rami Romani. We've always been saying Rami Romani, but we yeah. we saw on this panel that we've been saying it wrong. Uh, he's a guy that has he liked all of our posts back when I was still doing yeah. the nice posts. But um, uh, and thanks to Steve for doing all the story stuff, the Instagram story stuff. Because popping that kind, I never do that. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, 
But yeah, Rami talks about briefly like the great void that they've recently found in the Great Pyramid yeah. of Egypt because of this radar technology. Yeah. Um, and, that uh, void in there where you thought there were three chambers? Yeah. Smells there like pussy, bro. Is the whole thing. Yeah. He was the sexy guy. Yeah. He was the dark and mysterious. Yeah. He had maybe one to two buttons on his shirt. Yes. Undone a little too much <laughs> yes. where they could have been done, but showing that masculine chest. You guys are going to love this. He did. Uh, and he'd hold the I mic. had sex. Yeah. <laughs> I have Just three children. Yeah. Uh, uh, my wieners. Yeah. Cut, <laughs> and my wife loves it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you do a lot of long, Pregnant sexy pauses. Yeah. talk. And yeah. then pause, yeah. and then stare at you. He he, and, then and talk and do the hand motion, yeah, and hold the mic like a rock yeah, star. He holds it like a, a gangster doing the gun sideways thing, right. like, or just like, like imagine like the like metal singers and punk singers. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They like hold it so that the the end of the mic's going up, and yeah. then the the part you yell into is like right in your face, right, there. right. And that's and how he would hold it. He's like the he and Travis Taylor are like two sides of the same coin. He's like they're both like the best storytellers there, yeah, and the most knowledgeable right. there about their subjects, and very engaging. But like Raimi's just slow and steady, and yeah. you know, I'm gonna make you buzz. And he's think. gonna he's the tantric, you know, side yeah. of things. My and then mother Travis is talk. like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna take you out in this fucking moonshine <laughs> bathtub and just frig your asshole till you spurt that prostate yeah. juice yeah. all over the fucking side, and then I sell it." For, 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 for 20 bucks an ounce. And, right. and believe me, I got buyers, okay? They okay. love it. It's real sexy. Okay. okay. Now, I, I, I take a, a model here, and I can see how much sperm you can produce an hour. And then how much it takes for right. you to replenish that. <laughs> and if I jam you full of fluids, you will reproduce right. that semen much quicker. Right. And my profits will go through yeah. the roof. You will not be asking, can I finish? Can I finish? Because you're going to finish. Because yeah. <laughs> I realize you, you sound like... Dana Carvey's Ross Perot from Saturday Night Live. He talked a little like that, and he yeah. was a little up here and a yeah. little down there. And, uh, you know, he would sit there and just say, you know what? Uh, meth isn't as bad as everyone right. says. Right. <laughs> okay. I go to CrossFit, okay? okay. Yeah. How do you think I survive these CrossFit sessions without a little, yeah. little bump of meth every okay. time okay. I go? I've had four heart attacks, and I'm still right. here standing in front of <laughs> yeah. you, okay? You believe that. Now, that's church. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so, like... He, um, uh, where did I just skip ahead? Oh no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Sorry. Um, my note, Rami is pretty sexy, but, but the thing about him too is like, he, he definitely seems like, like I actually like, we learned a lot, like, because if we go next time or if we go to contact in the desert or something, like we definitely want to meet him and talk to him because he seems, especially because he's like new to this game. Like he seems very genuine he seems super stoked to meet people. Right, like when right. you saw, we saw him like signing autographs and stuff, and he's like laughing and actually engaging yeah. and stuff. And uh, but yeah, he's and and he just it's it's fascinating because he knows his shit. And he, we went to a whole panel the next day, yeah. with just him on there too, and it was great. I actually thought skipping him, but like I thought that would be it's boring, not boring, but that it would drag on. But yeah. again, he's just such a great. He brings you there, and like, that, you know, and <laughs> he I, brings you to that point yeah, where just you're in between the edge of above release and torture, <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate pleasure. Yeah. He is the Cenobite yeah. Romani. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but in this panel, he kept was teasing. That chatterbox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in this panel, he teased saying, "I will tell you right, right, a right. whole new revelation." Yes, in my next panel. Yeah. Um, tomorrow, yeah. uh, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come here. Oh, we did. Scorpio we did see a young Sloan. Tia and Tamara. Oh, um, very. Two, gal, two gals that like two like young girls that look yeah. like uh, 
the Maori twins yeah. uh, from Sister Sister. Yeah, very um, hot ladies. <laughs> 14, 15. <laughs> nah, I think they're 20. At 20, for sure. <laughs> um, I do believe that. Yeah. <laughs> I do believe. I'm going on the record that I believe. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, so uh, he makes good, he made good points about how the pyramid chambers have just been like totally arbitrarily named. Uh, and again, the theme of basically that we don't know very much at all about ancient Egypt was continued in the next one. So I'll save it for that or in his, yeah. like, his panel the next day. Uh, but he's super stoked on new tech as well. Um, and he kind of ended with like, he, he ended this question with like, or, or saying, oh, what are you talking about for yeah. you know, new archaeological discoveries? But he's like, um, uh, his theory is that King Khufu, um, who was responsible for the Great Pyramid, was like, maybe he was clever enough that we haven't found his tomb because he was clever enough to keep right. himself hidden, like his body right. hidden. That is know? maybe the fourth chamber, and in there we could find right. Khufu. Yes. Now, what was very interesting is all of Egypt ancient. Ten percent. Ten percent is what we know. If we knew ten percent of anything else, do you think we would know anything at all? Right. I don't think so. Yeah. It's maybe your best impression, like holding it and all that. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Has a uh, maybe the teleportation chair could be in there. Mm-hmm. Mm. We don't know these things. The These iron, yeah. the rumored iron what throne or I whatever. I think Slickback yeah. Kid brought up like, oh, yeah. I think it'd be great if that's in there. I believe right. it's there. Made of all those Egyptians. And swords. they go on about how they're only one image of Khufu and it's some super duper tiny statue that they, it's like 500 miles away or something. Right. Yes, exactly. And that the great grandest pyramid of Giza is the first pyramid they built in Egypt, but it's the most technical and crazy. Right. Yeah. He's He's saying like, I could understand if... Uh, it was built at the end, like yeah. the most evolved of, you know, the end of the four, almost 4,000 years of right. ancient Egypt as we know it. But it was only built three or four yeah. generations yeah. in. Right. So like 100 four years families? in. Four yeah. families? The fourth? <laughs> uh, you better believe the orgies with those four yeah. families was okay. off the chain. The <laughs> amount of dicks and vaginas you know, was crazy. This was before the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. <laughs> But they made, you know, the Eiffel Tower. They, that's why they had a four-sided pyramid. Yes, they called it the Pounding Pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> and they said it's not Gaza if the sex touch. <laughs> uh, it's not Gaza if you come. If you finish. Uh, but yeah, so... Uh, my note, Childress talking about the movie Labyrinth, but uh, yeah. he wasn't talking about the movie Labyrinth. He was talking about, well, Owen, oh, you know, the rumored Labyrinth under there, it's all fucked yeah. up and whatever. So mixing George, George Norrie yeah. and Childress there. <laughs> uh, but it would, if they discovered that Labyrinth as well as um, obviously the what's under the Sphinx's paw, like and everything, it would be right. the biggest discovery in, in, in history for Egypt. Yeah. Um, but um Oh, yeah, Martel kind of ends talking about uh, buckyballs and panspermia quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and, uh, of course, he mentions the Nazis <laughs> at 1.2. Um, Childress obsessively talking about bath salts. <laughs> but he kept saying ba- basalt, like yeah, yeah. these big basalt stones. Like he yeah, kept saying, yeah. but it seemed to sound like bath salt. Yeah. Um, and then, because uh, uh, they're talking about, like, 
building the pyramids still. They really ended up only talking about Egypt for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Um, but because uh, they talked a little bit about the Amazon and how we can see new right, 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 new city lines and structure and under river the rivers yeah. and lakes and shit like that. Um, they kind of go into the weird shit about like, you know, he's like, if you know, Childress is like. If the tools they used to build those pyramids, the big basalt rocks, were copper, you'd have to have a line of a thousand men yeah. every strike handing them a new chisel because it would be destroyed. And it's like Dull. saying he's saying, yeah. yeah, you'd fuck the chisel up every hit. But we've already seen, you know, that like and and you know, Rami skips ahead to like to yeah. the next one, but he's basically said like. And this is just news anyway. He didn't come up with this. But six months ago, they found a, pa- a piece of papyrus right. from the head worker on the ge- the great pizza, uh, the great pizza at yeah. Giramid, um, and uh, <laughs> uh, and how we only thought it took twenty three years to build, but the fucking chief worker goes, nope, it was forty seven years. There were uh, he, you know tons of ships constantly coming in and out, uh, transferring the blocks from far away. The channels that they built filled with water to slide, you know, human beings to slide these things along and blah, blah, blah. Um, So, and also how you can carve rock with not copper, with harder rock. So it's like you could could carve softer stone with harder stone, you know, so. You're telling me they can get that precise with those kinds of stone tools? I don't Mm -hmm. think. We heard a lot of that. Exactly. Just from people. I'm like, well, in 47 years and you had... Tens or hundreds of thousands of not only slaves but also skilled workers yeah. sanding, polishing these things, and sanding things like whatever. It's not that hard to yeah, believe. Yeah. Now the inner geometry of it is still—it doesn't make it any less fucking amazing, you know. No, no, but no. like how they fucking planned it out and yeah. built these things and, and whatever. And but. I think it was in this panel because I remember it wasn't just where I mean they're like. We are at no point trying to, you know, steal another person's culture or take away from that. Right, right, right. We believe Egyptians build the pyramids. We just believe that they potentially had outside help. Right. The knowledge to build right, like that right, was right. from aliens or whatever. Right. So, um, Childress actually kind of makes a good point that, like, iron wouldn't still be around because it would have just rusted away. I don't know how true that is because there are old pieces of sure, metal yeah. that, as long as they weren't. A hundred percent exposed to all the elements, they'd right. be fine. So, well, because again, he's in like, this, he's like, if you if you left a, a bulldozer out and you know an iron bulldozer doesn't exist, yeah. but an iron bulldozer out in the desert, it would just be a pile of red dust pile by of now. Shit. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, they. God, I just blanked on what I was going to say. Never mind. Keep going. That's right. Um, but yeah, so. But Rami's saying, like, I still don't know why the shaft of Osiris was built. I think it was to fuck yeah. ISIS with, you know. Right. Um, but uh, how oh, are you going to make the Egyptian race, huh? They're, they're, the whole big deal of this fourth chamber is you can't get to it right. without destroying something. Right. And that – and later, again, jumping ahead, he goes on about um, oh, yeah. how King Tut's tomb was such a big deal because it was the first one that was, like, not pillaged right, and destroyed. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And there was so much treasure in there that – Imagine what the treasure will be like on an undiscovered real Like if they find Khufu's tomb in that chamber. It's going to be insane. Fucking crazy. And And then all the tools and possible, you know, instructions on how they did it. And, uh, yeah, so he, you know, he, uh, like you said, he makes this point, which is probably my number two, like, fun fact. It's like, and it's just his theory, but that because we've discovered almost nothing from ancient Egypt... He thinks that there is an ancient Egypt 1.0 below the sand still. Right. And we've only ever been studying parts of Egypt 2.0. Right. Which is really fascinating. Like That's really yeah. cool. And so, yeah, you get this ground penetrating radar. He made the other point in, you know, skipping ahead to the, his, his talk the next day 
about someone was, and I never fucking thought of this, but he was just like, some guy was like, why don't we fucking just dig, just dig all, all the shit up now? What's stopping everyone? And, and to be fair, we've asked that on the show too. Like, I wonder why they just don't fucking do it. But it's funding, A, but also the interesting point was, uh, he's like, if you go and dig shit up, you're guaranteed to fuck some of it up. Like, right. you can't be 100% careful of everything. Yeah. He's like, it's taken 20 years to to dig out, like, one fucking chamber in one of the pyramids. Because right. they're so... Meticulous. Because the people yeah. that did it in the 50s fucked a lot of stuff right. up. You want to get in that wall and it's closed? Right. Blow it up. Yeah, they just blow it up with dynamite. And you're like, you right. could have... They could have blown up rocks that had clues to, like, this right. was this dude's the, room yeah, or yeah. something, you know? Um, but, uh, which also is rare. Pie, the value of pie is blueberry or something, yeah. you know, but the maximum um, density is actually lemon meringue, but, right. uh, uh, we're going to have no, to disagree yeah. to agree. To agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Okay. Um, <laughs> not, not calling too much, but, uh, we are hour 20 right now. Hour 20. Okay. Yeah. We're good after this. So that's fine. Um, we've, cause we've touched on a lot from yeah, the second yeah. day too, but, um, but yeah. And then this, this ends with, um, I wrote a funny note that I can't say on the air. Uh, but Martel <laughs> mentions the uh, the idea of the precursor race. Um, and, you know, we've talked about it before. Graham Hancock is all about the precursor race, mm-hmm. the, you know, possibly Atlantean or just some seafaring race that yeah. mostly got wiped out by the Ice Age and the and the quote-unquote ancient aliens were actually just advanced humans right. that were the stragglers of that precursor race that gave the formerly more primitive cultures that had to live inland without as much resources. They were the ones that gave them the knowledge to like, build the pyramids and do all this yeah. stuff, too. So, um, But uh, I was with always race talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, And he also says, like, oh, like, there's over 30 cultures in the world that all use the same signs of the Zodiac, and he's doing the whole fucking thing that some yeah. one source must have told all them that. Yeah. So. Um, but, uh, anyway, Saturday, uh, we went out that night a little bit. Um, we went and got some ice cream like big boys. Yeah. Someone um, reached out to us to get drinks. I, oh, I mean, yeah, there's yeah. some sort of fan because we're following them. They follow us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they messaged us. And when we read it, we were just finishing ice cream like right. big boys and like, we're like, yeah, maybe we'll get a beer. Right. But we're like, we do not yeah. want to we go were out. Tired no offense. Yeah. Just not in the mood so they were like yeah. oh maybe tomorrow and then we never heard back so yeah we told them we, we told them where we'd be the next day but uh but yeah we'll we'll plan ahead better next year um but we had been up since like six that morning yeah, whatever, walking great. around all day so um but yeah so saturday get there early because saturday yeah. they wouldn't let us pick up our badges friday because they fucked up punching them yep so they needed to repunch them all before they handed them out so right. then we're shitting our pants like fuck we got to get there early because yeah. we were in line and that wasn't even a sold out day. Right, so we right. get there at about 8.15. Mm-hmm. And actually just basically, I mean, I go to Starbucks, get us yeah. some stuff, and 20 minutes yeah, later. Yeah, we only waited like 20 minutes. So. We're in line because they, they actually open up the line to give away tickets at like right. 8.30 instead of 9. Yeah, and yeah. I never even saw a line to get a ticket. So yeah. that was cool. And it's because they knew it was Saturday. There'd be more people. They let everyone in because they knew that everyone just needed to start lining up for the shit they wanted yeah. to see. Yeah. So there were big lines for the halls already. Yes. <laughs> the shows uh, that we got into by the handful the day before, they were a two or three hour pre-wait right. to get into yeah. the – and it was, of course – any of the afternoon panels with Sukalos, Eric Von yeah. Anakin, Children, like any right. of the big hitters there. Um, but we decided, A, because we didn't want to waste the whole day for one panel. Right. And we'd already seen three or four panels with those guys in them each the day before. We're like, let's go to some of these other, yeah. n- like, yeah. not niche here, but just more of the fringe guy yeah. panels. So We um, started off the day, though, going into the dealer room to yes. get our David Childress yes. photo. 
Yes. Because we did look online. We're like, shit, they were pre-selling tickets. Right. And it could sell out. Yep. Which we did find out. Souks sold out the whole weekend. Yep. And, and so Von Daniken. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, uh, in line, they like announced. We saw it on there on the little sign. But like they announced, like, FYI, everyone, there are no more slots for Giorgio Suclos and Von, Eric Von Daniken. For signing, for or, signing photo. or photographs. The entire – so Sunday was sold out, yep, too. Yep. So we went and – like. You went and got in this little line. You could prepay and got a, a t- like a full printed out ticket yeah. that you would then give the person before you, the photo session. They give you another little ticket. You'd hand that to the person and let you in the ticket. Yeah, you just you, it was just guaranteed you a spot line. Mm-hmm. But you could have the earlier you got the faster you just get your stupid fucking photo. Right. So and so uh, and so then, we get the photos. Then yeah. we go and wait in the merchandise line, which yep. is like so basically we got in a little before ten and we got mm-hmm. out of the merchandise line at eleven. So yeah. waited probably like fifteen minutes for the photo. Yeah. And forty five ish for the the merchandise. The official merch. Because yeah. the official merch was actually pretty cool. Like the shirt yeah. the yeah. shirt with the logos were cool, they're glow in the dark. I got a Giorgio Sucolos bobblehead and a little alien bobblehead. Um we both got shirts, we both got uh uh some portraits yeah. that we're gonna frame. Um, uh, got some koozies for some people at work. Yeah. The when we were in line for the photo ticket, there was a very angry boy in that line. Um because when they announced that over the loudspeaker this guy's like, what? What? Like, we hear this guy three three people yeah. back, like, all pissed off. So he's like, excuse me, excuse me. And he's calling the fucking, uh, the poor girl over that works for the convention. Yeah. And uh, he's like, you know, and he's a gold pass holder, too. No, he, no, no. He was a day. He was didn't have, he? He didn't have gold. No. I thought you, okay, whatever. So he was like, the only reason that I'm here is to see Giorgio and get my photo taken. You're telling me there's absolutely no way I can get it. And she's like, sorry, sir. Like, it's all, you know, these were like either prepaid for or whatever. Yeah. Oh, the couple, the the older couple in front couple, of us, they're like, oh, those well, had the gnarlier passes, and they were pissed because yeah, Giorgio sold out too. Yeah, yeah, they didn't reserve their tickets because right. if you signed up for the gold passes, you had add-ons that you were, you could right. add on with day passes too, but you could uh, you could pre-buy your photographer photograph or autograph slots. Like yeah, those and I think you got a couple for free too. Yeah, so they just basically didn't redeem theirs. They probably in time. picked the wrong ones, didn't redeem them, and then they. But on to be fair, the convention should have had a, an exact number. And kept those slots, and only if they didn't show up or whatever on the last, like I don't know, open them up. But still, but you're so, such a wide. You're kind of fucking tough. dumb if yeah. you're spending that much money and you're not marked, just simply ticking a checkbox saying I want this, Oops, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so the first uh, panel we went to was at noon that day, um, and it was discovery of dead Mars of a dead Mars civilization, and that was with um, Michael Barra, Travis Taylor, um, John Brandenburg. And that was it. Was, just the just the was uh, that the one where moderator guy. they they because so this one this line also pissed pissed off a shit ton of people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. so this was in like oh. one of the very small rooms yeah. relative to the others. Yep. And it was like originally a bunch of the heavy hitters, and it was an abduct, ab- abducted panel. Yes. So people, we want it was going to be the panel we were waiting for was I was abducted or whatever, and it was Linda Moulton Howe, the plastic sh- surgery queen, yeah. Childress, Hugh Newman, and somebody else. Yeah. So, like, we get there. We wait probably, like, a half an hour. Yeah. So, the people ahead of us were waiting. Yeah. The line goes out the building. Yeah, it's fucking right? huge. So, people could have left the gnarly place, yeah. the Orion room. Right. Because it was going to be in the small room. Right. Literally, like, five minutes before they're supposed to start letting people in, they're like, the, this panel is not canceled, but it has moved to the Orion right. room. Mm-hmm. And people's mind were blown. Yeah. Like, 
Because you could have either left yep. the Orion room to come to this one, right. and now you just fucked yourself. And the line for the Orion or, room at any given moment was, like, around the other building. Yeah, like, it, it was, was fucking It was huge. crazy. So, um, and, and so, because, yeah, this, this lady behind us, like, five minutes before they officially announced it, was like, I heard a rumor that they, they're swapping uh, panels, yeah. and it's not in this room anymore. And I was always like, eh, whatever. Like, yeah. she's probably so dumb. So then the lady, then this lady confirms it, but it's only for, like, the first 20 of us that can in, are in earshot. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, like... She said it to us. They didn't really announce it loudly. Yeah, then, yeah, like, like 10 minutes speaking. after that, the fucking lady was right. like, I'm sorry, everyone. And the fucking line, like, was yeah. furious. People just going nuts and wanting Because to they were to totally fucked. Like, some of these people might have only been there Saturday. That might have been the only panel they could see Childress or whoever. I think Suglos was in that one, too. And so there was, like, a big yeah. panel for them. Yeah. And they might have might fucking missed their whole chance to see him, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it was, I mean, it's one of those situations, again, lots of cons, like, yeah. There's some of these things you just can't fix. Yeah. Because, like, they're literally like, can you get us in? They're like, we can't get you in. We'll tell you where the line is. Like, right. You're, you're just straight yeah. up fucked. This, this lady, we were, as we were kind of, like, walking away because we went to this other panel that we'll tell you about in a sec. Literally, we were walking away, and I could still hear this lady going, no, 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 no. Like, just freaking. And I'm like, oh, this poor convention yeah. worker who's getting well, screamed be, because, at. Because the one lady who originally yelled everything worked for the show. Yes. Or for the convention. Right, right. Where the lady who was getting yelled at when we left was just like a pseudo-security guard lady for the building. Exactly. So she had literally (laughs) no anything. Right. Um, Um, But yeah, we ended up going to the the Dead Mars, uh, or Discovery of Dead Mars Civilization, which John Brandenburg made a very, like, he made a point to say, and I, today... Uh, or yesterday or something is like I officially submitted this yesterday. Yeah, discovery under the the flag of the United States of America and for its people. So all of you people here are the first to get the details of what I have discovered and said. Like whatever. It was, it Which was, the, you know. for those who don't know what this guy looks like, wearing like some sort of veteran style hat. Yeah, one of those. You know, some USS whatever. And he ship. is a plasma engineer. Like he has yeah. a PhD in plasma engineering. And he has, like, the sport coat with the plaid shirt, yeah. overweight, probably, you know, 68 or yeah. something like that. Uh, classic, I don't know. I grew up with a lot of those people around here. And, like, yeah, yeah. My dad being racing. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. You just see these old veteran yeah, type yeah. Uh, engineer people-ish. Yeah. Uh, but style, to be fair but, to him, he's a fucking real scientist. Yeah, yeah. He used to fu- – he worked on some of the Apollo missions and shit yeah, like yeah. that. And uh, but it was just, he, and he actually was yeah. like I wrote like he's actually a very charismatic like dry funny guy yeah he'd have these little quips that he'd pop out that were really funny um, and uh, this is where uh, Mike Barra was like oh well I'm uh, the only guy on here without a PhD yeah. and that's when Tom or, uh, Travis right, was like oh yeah, it's fine you can borrow one of mine I have two <laughs> yeah and then they got in a pissing contest with so not the PhD yeah. stuff but. They were all talking about the government work and their security clearance, yeah. and then Barra had to go on and like, well, you know, I mean, I've been, you know, had some level level four, you know, some bullshit level yeah, clearance, yeah. and and the government, and they haven't contacted me, so I right. guess I'm not a big deal, or they don't care. But right. it just felt like he was trying to say like, I've got clearance too, yeah, guys, yeah. like because Travis Taylor and then John Brandenburg like yeah. in a row were like, well, back when I was working on this project, it was oh, well, and then and, and literally. Uh, to start off the show, the the producer guy who's the uh, we just blanked the moderator. Yes, yeah, was yeah. saying, yeah, me and Travis were literally at NASA yeah, yeah. like two couple days weeks ago, or, yeah, or like whatever. couple weeks ago, yeah, yeah. And 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 Travis is telling a story about how yeah. he drove the Mars rover, right. the new like the the, co- new, the cool new like rebooted Mars rover or something. Yeah. And he's like, I'm I'm fucking driving this thing now. 
about 80 degrees down. I'm like, hey, you, you guys think this is cool? They're like, no, come on. Throw no, gas punch on. it. Yeah. <laughs> gas it, motherfucker. And they're showing a lot of that footage apparently yeah. on like the season finale or later this season on the on the, on HBO. Well, they again, sh- so. showed a sneak peek, but it was just him nude on all fours going yeah, it was down a slip weird. and slide yeah. in my backyard. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and there was just, like a trail of blood from his butt. Yeah. It was gross. But, uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, so you could see like Barr like getting... Again, not jealous, but just like the fuck. It's These guys weird. are doing the real shit, and I'm. And, he, and then he has to come on, like he has to start. He was nice, like the whole no, time, because yeah, yeah. he he. I mean, they've all they all know each other, I mean, right? So, but he's, sounds but he's, like he's, they were like, also not arguing, but discussing. Yeah, off was, off the panels, right? Because well. he's he's. I mean, he's like you know, Travis. You, you know me. We've talked about this before. You know, I I, I just don't trust NASA and because you know, remember yeah. Travis Taylor talking about how. It's not a conspiracy. It's just a need to know thing. He's like, right. I, you know, I get it. I, I, I see why you would or people want to. But I, I just clearance. don't trust Nazareth. But yeah. I had clearance, and there's a lot of stuff they're not telling people. And it's right. like, okay, whatever. But, um, but yeah. So, uh, oh, and then and Michael Barra makes a, a classic ancient astronaut theorist point, which is like, you just, you just, how could they have thought of this with you know primitive yeah. tool set and whatever? And then, um, and he's like, I, it just can't. I can't imagine it would come from just their imagination or whatever. Yeah, it was like and what creatures look like. It was like, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, because he was saying, you know, I mean, hey, we found images from only 10,000 years ago where it looks like there's men with, like, velociraptors on a leash. Oh, okay, yeah, so maybe saying, the dinosaurs didn't die yeah, out. because everyone's like, oh, dinosaurs right. 60. Oh, yeah, because Travis goes like, you know, I'm, you know, running around fucking dinosaurs 60 million years ago. Right, so right. Comes out and then Barrow's like, well, you know. Was not, it 60 million yeah. years ago? Because, I mean, we're finding these things out now that did yeah. it. And he's like. And he's like, so I just, I think that, you know, people just drew literally what they saw and da da da. And he's like, okay, but, you know, Travis Hayes was like, then where did George Lucas get the, get the idea for a flashlight that could cut through metal? Yeah, you and know, he's, he's like, well, your plasma. Right. He was, he was <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's like, but he's like, there was no precedent for that. You know, he's like, well, plasma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but come on. He's like, but Travis Hayes was trying to make the point and be fair, like, what if this is just the new imagination and they right, had a right. different imagination right. back then? Because, of course, primitive people. They would want to fucking control monstrous yeah. creatures. What a dream that would fucking yeah. be to have, like, a guard wolf or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? So. And, and one thing we didn't talk about that I just thought was an interesting point by Travis as well is mm-hmm. what we know is what the aliens know. Again, what, what they can see us mm-hmm. and they can get our transmissions. So why would we want to tell them that we know about them? Right. Tell them that we have their technology. Tell them we've right. hacked, hacked their technology. Right, right. Because if if the everyday lay person knows it, that's on broadcasts, that's on radios, yep. that's on all these things that then can get pumped out to them that right. they can then interpret. So as a tactic for survival, it's actually better to say we don't know about them. So when right. they show up, we can surprise them by yeah. saying, hey, we got all this extra tech you right. guys didn't know we had. Because, yeah, what if it was – he made like the, the Independence Day yeah. movie point where he's like, what if they were a super hostile race – and they came back after their little. We caught their little scout in Roswell in 1947, yeah. and then all of a sudden they're picking up radio waves, saying, "Oh, we got all these fucking lasers and shit." They would be like, yeah. "Oh, fuck these guys," and they go kill them right then and there, right, right, uh, and not let us evolve to where maybe we could fight right. back. So, um, anyway, sorry, yeah, but yeah, so, Brandenburg says, uh, "I think things are loosening up now." They were all really talking about how, like, you know, more. because of you know, and Giorgio made the point in one of the earlier sections. He's like, he's like, "Hey, this the reason that." The mainstream media is talking about ancient astronaut theory and all of this shit now and SpaceX and everything is because of you, because you're tuning in, which was, like, nice. He's just trying to be, like, cool with the fans. But it's, it is true, though, is that all of this fringe shit, some of it has been proven to be true, and it's only because there's more fringe information available and more people that are at least slightly learned in it to, like, keep the right. conversation going. So, um 
So yeah, I, I, my note was Brandon Brooks says I, I think things are loosening up now at NASA. I said Oris colon, um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So that was the end of that because everything else in there was all the stuff we said before about the circadian rhythm on Mars yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. Um, a lot of the pyramid, the face, like right again. Yeah, they just showed some new pictures of like erosion of the pyramid on Mars. Um, they I can't showed. Remember what that guy? I wrote. looked up uh, Parrot City because Michael Barra like right. talks about Parrot City being on Mars. Yeah, because we kept uh, joking. He's like. I see roads. I see a yeah, town. Yeah. We're like, what the fuck is this guy looking right. at? Like, it I know like, he's saying it looks like a big glacier melt where it like hashed lines out and whatever too. Yeah. But I mean, it's still really cool. I, who knows? It might have been a fucking city, but it's just he. He's like he literally said. I mean, I can see factories. I can yeah, see yeah. condominiums. We're like, okay, that's a yeah. little specific yeah. <laughs> for. Right? If you say like, I yeah. see regular structures that look like they're not natural. That's one thing. Yeah. But like, I can I see, see factories. I can see where my lover lives. I right. can see where he and I have a special place right. secretly <laughs> over here in this other uh, condo. Okay, believe me, I know what a fucking fudge factory looks okay. like. Okay, yeah, <laughs> uh, I see the Palm Springs of their land where I love to be. <laughs> um, Boys Town, baby. Um, but yeah, so. We then move on to Rami Romani's uh, History of Ancient Egypt. So we've said a lot of him. We, we made all of the points that he's made. Uh, but the biggest one to come out of this was, and it's, I guess it's not a new conspiracy because I looked it up afterwards, but um, it's the, the theory that uh, there was a man, a very weird man, right. that the stupid movie, not the stupid movie, sorry, the mummy movies made him into like the villain mm-hmm. uh was Imhotep. Um so in the movie right. it's like evil and guy with it's made of scarabs and shit. He's a man. Yeah. Who is the only man of his kind yeah. who has been able to ascend yeah. as high as he did. I wonder if like ASMR people are like, and jerking as fast. off right now. <laughs> <laughs> as fast. I know I am. Because <laughs> because he was so smart. Fap. And he became the second in charge. He was so smart. And his skin was beautiful. And what did his it name? Was feminine. <laughs> it was silky, long-lasting, milky, <laughs> uh, numb enough so it would not be overstimulated too fast. He had just the right number of nerve endings, <laughs> just those little bits that, that he, he had there. not edged away. <laughs> yeah, he had perfect. <laughs> and his name. He had perfect. Was I come first? Yeah. <laughs> was I come in peace? Yeah. So so Imhotep was. The only man to ever not be an Egyptian, like, pharaoh family member to rise to the royal ranks of literally, like, second in command of the pharaoh of Egypt. Um, Imhotep literally translates. He's like, and you guys are going to love this. Yeah. <laughs> I come in peace. Which is super yeah. interesting. In stages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I come in pizza Many times. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, and then there's I a whole. Calzones. <laughs> They're easier to catch the cum. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he uh, makes this makes the point about how like the closest like people are always trying to line up the Bible and ancient Egyptian history so that they can see where the right. timelines happen or whatever. He talks about how it's tough because it, yeah. the you know the, the ancient Christians like this literally destroyed like, yeah. ancient Egypt's like they tried to scratch out hieroglyphs and fuck everything up. Yeah, and, religion uh, was the <clears throat> biggest enemy of. Archaeology. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, um, so anyway, he uh, he makes the point though. he's like, but if you look in the Old Testament, the story of Joseph, who was his brothers were super jealous of him. They faked his own. They faked his death. that He was murdered. They soaked his cloth and blood, cast him out. He escapes to Egypt um, and uh, he escapes. And a lot of the stuff that he is said to have done in Egypt lines up with what this Imhotep had done, too. 
Um, so it'd be interesting because they all said he was like, and they say Imhotep was like a man that wasn't part of this land and blah, right. blah, blah. Uh, so interesting story. The, the debunking quote unquote that I saw was mostly from college theological scholars mm. or Christian scholars that were like, so, no, he's not the same. Yeah, like yeah. it just pissed off. And, uh, which is like, we're like, why would that yeah, change anything? Cares, like, yeah. I don't know. But it, it, yeah, you'd think they'd be more stoked. Because yeah. Because that's how early Christians conquered Europe was like, hey, hey, you dickheads. <laughs> You know, you know how Thor battles that big fucking serpent and dies, yeah. and then what comes out of the serpent is its two children, right. which are a man and a woman. That's where your fucking shit ends, and we start, and that's Adam and Eve. Right, and that's right. How, they would just make these connections. Yeah, they would adapt it yeah. to, yeah. And, and even in modern times, like people are like, see, that's what that is in the Bible. That's history. Right. So it's like, it's whatever. Anyways. And that's church. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he he makes like we've talked about most of his points previously anyway. But uh, uh, he does make the funny point. He's like, uh, he goes, now you have to remember that most of what we know about ancient Egypt and a lot of history <laughs> was written by the kings, yeah. <laughs> and you can't trust anything yeah. a king writes about himself, can you? And, yeah, and like, yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck Obama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like. Uh, but I mean that is, and it's like you again. If victory, you know, uh, history goes to the victor. Yeah, you know, he's like that one. They're guy fucking kings who said he made everything. I'm fucking king. He went and he scratched off their names and put it on himself. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah. he's saying he there's total he records of kings up. going like nope, and then but like you can I see below it was like oh this is the other guy and this other guy before that. So. Right. Um, and he's saying like if we were if we were fifty percent off of the estimate of how long it took to build build the pyramid well, because Giza, the, yeah because th- this is where I don't know if we talked about it he's like common knowledge is it was twenty some years oh, yeah I and talked about it before yeah that's what, well yeah, I'm yeah. saying in the papyrus right right this was the, the workman's papyrus that he talks about forty seven years forty seven fucking years so he's yeah. like if we were off by fifty percent yeah. how wrong could we also be yeah. About everything else. And he's not like just about, like about other just, parts uh, of history yeah. too. Um, but uh, so we we ended our set of panels. In between here, we like we went and went to uh, we went to Yard House yeah. <laughs> uh, to have like some like lunch that wasn't a hot dog and yeah. a couple beers. Uh, we then went to Mr. Fields, Mrs. Fields. Um, the weirdest Mrs. Fields I've yeah, ever yeah. been in in my life. It was uh, it was a part Mrs. Fields, part vintage collectible toy shop, like part Funko Pop shop. store. Yeah. Because they had so many Funko Pops and they had some mm-hmm. toys from the 90s, some card sets some from the 90s. Some very obscure toys from the 90s, too. Yeah. It was like what were those one ones Crash called? Test Dummies and the others were the Power or Troll Stones kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I took a picture. Yeah. Because... Again, they weren't terribly priced, but they weren't priced in my range to buy them. But uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Anyways. Again, Steve owned a collective, collectibles business. And too. I'm still on the hunt. You so can his, find me, his mind was blown. You can find stone protectors. And they were basically these trolls that were for boys. Right. So they had like Ninja Turtle style I was going to say, they stuff. were literally Ninja Turtles mixed with troll yeah. dolls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you can find me at Rose Bowl Swap Meet every second Sunday of the month <laughs> and uh, Long Beach Antique Roadshow. Uh, God, third I Sunday of Monday at you're the like, Veterans Stadium. You're like in Pasadena a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, but literally, I'll just go to the Rose Bowl and then go home because yeah, yeah. you just have to take a shit and right. pass out. Yeah. Um, well, but now you might stop at that Mrs. Fields there. Check out what they got. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we, we went there. Got what they called the mega cookie, which was a very good choice. Yeah. It was a very thick, dense with super chocolate, chips. chocolate chippy 
chocolate cookie. Yeah. Cookie, cookie, cookie. <laughs> Um, there was like a big mural fest going on in that like outdoor mall. People drawing well, uh, chalk across murals. the street, and yeah, yeah, it was weird. And um, some of it was kind of cool, but we no, didn't yeah, really care. Yeah, right. um, but yeah, we a lot uh, of bent over butts. Yeah, and so we we had a little break because it just wasn't other panels we could even get to that were worth right. it. We had bought all our shit, uh, and we were charging ourselves up for the pièce de résistance. The pièce de Childress was our photo session with Mr. David Hatcher Childress. Yes. Uh, do you want me to play the clip of us post? Because it's us wrapping up. Yes. So yeah. we're going to play that. So basically we got there maybe 15 minutes before it started, yes. lined up, and then this happened. So shit, the thing turned off. Give me <laughs> two seconds. Yeah. Because otherwise we'll just say the exact same thing we said on this. That's already, what I was like, so. uh, Okay. So I'm going to go menu. <laughs> I'm going to go browse. I'm going to go to the last one. Go brown. There we go. So we just met David Childress. And he can officially never find out the show exists. Here's Joey. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Steve was wearing a uh, like a gorilla in a spacesuit shirt, and uh, David, when we walked into the photo booth, it was like an enclosed photo booth space. Uh, <laughs> he saw Steve's shirt. And he's like, "Oh, oh, let me see your shirt." And then uh, he was all stoked, super stoked. And then he was like, "Oh, let me see yours." And he motioned to me, and I'm wearing a Ralph Wiggum from. Uh, from Simpson, from the Simpsons, in a shirt dressed up like one of the Kiss guys, but it says "piss" in the Kiss. So, yeah. And so he looks at me and he goes, "Oh, let me see your shirt." And he goes, "Oh, uh, piss." <laughs> and he was all bummed out. <laughs> but we've now heard David Childress say "piss" yeah. and be bummed out on me, <laughs> which is, I guess, I could kill myself now. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was great. He was like. Uh, Piss, huh? And then as we take the photo, he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Piss. And he was noticeably bummed. <laughs> Which, again, is proof he probably won't get the jokes. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, so, like, we – because we were, like, just kind of, like – we were, like, oh, should we, like, print T-shirts of our of probing ancient names with the logo or whatever? And But we were, like, eh. Maybe just see Lalea Land first, yeah. like just in case we're being super fucking like overshooting our uh, our well, knownness well, also, load. Also, maybe it would inspire them to go check out the show, right? Uh, so we're like, ah, shit, yeah. and which <laughs> happened with Michael Bear because you tagged yeah. my personal account yeah. in a photo yeah. <laughs> from the probing agent aliens account. Yeah, and yeah. then that's what sparked him to them yeah. find us. Uh, so yeah, like we just don't know, like. Our, we wanted to at least have one alien con in case we like got kicked out or something yeah, yeah. weird, you know, or get get this man right. out of or, my or line. at least <laughs> to have give us another year to not get discovered by them right. if if they aren't into it, which obviously yeah, yeah. I don't think they would be. Yeah, uh, anyway, yeah, we don't whatever. think they would take kindly to the show. Yeah, uh, I mean, hey, maybe maybe Rami Romani has. I don't know. He probably got a long he, long flights yeah, to I'm, Egypt all the I, time. Yeah. But, I mean, um, that guy was cool. Yeah. So, but I mean, they're um, all cool. But I'm just saying, yeah. yeah. He seems like he would be into it. Yeah, like Ch- Childress was just like he was super friendly. Other than seeing the shirt, but like yeah. we had that, we got the vibe that he was like he assumed that all his fans were classy, you know, yeah. world explorers like him or whatever. And it was just like, oh great, now I have to take a picture with a guy with a shirt that's pissed <laughs> that's, on yeah. it that so, he'll probably share on social media yeah. and whatever. Yeah. But he smiled big and pretty like yeah, he did yeah. for everyone. Oh, so. he he did it. He fucking yeah. worked like a dog. Yeah, you fucking you get that <laughs> smile on. I paid you thirty dollars. Yeah. You piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, the, the, so the guys before us, just these two dads in polo shirts, yeah. uh, they got lucky because the fucking, uh, memory card ran out on the camera. Yeah. 
So they got like a minute and a half of just chatting with children up yeah. there. And uh, which but, is probably better. It was yeah, them was just because say, we would have felt stuck. I was just gonna say, yeah, or if, I would have tried to awkwardly explain, like, no, nah, just a joke, like yeah, whatever. Off the show but like, and, it's obviously yeah. not his style of humor. Yeah, yeah. He I, obviously probably doesn't watch The Simpsons enough to even know right. who Ralph Riggin was and all that stuff. I was in yeah. fucking caves, <laughs> looking at gay paintings <laughs> when that show was on, rotting my childress's brain back home in my own mind. These, <laughs> I had was exploring. <laughs> no, but yeah, that was definitely the the big highlight for us yeah. was meeting him, and uh, we were going to get a Sooks photo too, but sold out. Yeah, whatever. Good learning for next year. Um, but Sooks is a good sport too. Like all the pictures with him, they're all doing. I mean, he's, he's well known whatever, as like yeah. embracing the meme thing, even though he always says. I'm not just a meme, like, but he's yeah. not pissed off about right, anything, right. or I don't always think it's aliens. Exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we ended the our you know our last panel ended ended our time there. Like yeah. our the, the last panel was uh, called Why Space, yeah, <laughs> and uh, it was by um, hosted by Seth Sostak. Sh- yeah. Where's his name again? Oh, it's the Seth Shostak. Uh, so he's the guy that fucking is like the head administrator for SETI. Yeah, uh, which I he's been on the show briefly before, but like I didn't, you know, I remember yeah, his yeah. face. I saw him walking on Saturday on Friday or whatever. I was like, oh, I think he's on the show too. But um, he actually was like super punchy and funny, and like he yeah. seemed like a trained comedian or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he'd probably done this bit, and he was just like, yeah, making dumb jokes at himself yeah. and the group of people there <clears throat> and the convention and yeah. all this stuff. And he started off going. Uh, I don't know why this panel is called Why Space. I didn't get to, cho- to choose it. I had nothing to do yeah. with the name of it. I don't really know why it works like that. Yeah. He's like, I probably shouldn't be saying that, but yeah. uh, that's how it is. Why so. space? Why not space? Yeah. I mean, space here, <laughs> space there, whatever. Uh, and he's so, but the whole panel was ultimately how could we make money in space? Like, why is space potentially a good yeah. resource gathering device? Yeah. Or, or what's the value of going there and doing these monetarily? Yeah. Which is actually kind of interesting. Yeah. You know? Um, but and Travis uh, also kept saying things about this: of there's your uh, your gas stations, there's your hotels, there's right? Your motels, Grocery there's stores, your, yeah. yeah, truck stops, yeah. <laughs> uh, red Ooh. light districts, other red light districts, yeah. this red light, <laughs> casual encounter locations, right. <laughs> the red light district that has a uh, free <laughs> free hand job for anyone named Travis on yeah. Sundays. That's my favorite. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't pay them, I just yeah. run away. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, he uh, he talks about. The this was like, a, like the most interesting fact that I kind of knew, but like everyone knows, like oh, the Big Bang happened and everything is expanding at a faster rate, right. which is doesn't really make sense if you like if you take a, a piece of dynamite, it explodes, but then it slow eventually the, like once the explosion's done, the force of it, the debris and all that shit slowly floats well, down and slows falls, down, and it goes into space. Right. It's not creating space, right? And so that was the difference is that that I didn't realize was that. Space is literally getting created. It's not that the galaxies are getting further away, like they're sh- like they're linear- linearly traveling far away. It's that space, the actual concept of like space, is growing. So yeah. he said, if you think of like uh, my sound just got all weird. Um, it's fine. It's it's totally listenable. Um, or my ear popped. I don't know. <laughs> all of a sudden, I was like clear and crisper. But uh, he says, think of putting like a bunch of raisins and shit in, in cake batter. And then you bake the cake. If space is the cake, it's not that the raisins are necessarily racing off further from each other. They're just growing with – they're growing further because well, the cake and such space itself is growing. Well, and it. also that they are growing from each other. Right. But if you're on a planet – if you're on the one raisin, right. you go, I'm special. 
all those raisins are gr- growing right, right. away from me. Yeah, yeah. I'm on this one. So if you're on this Makes planet, it seem like you're center, like center, the center right. of this gr- yeah. expansion. Because when something. you're again, like in a train, everything's right. going past you, and you can right. be saying so. So like on Earth, we see everything moving away from us and moving mm-hmm. at all these different places. Yeah, yeah. Where we could just be the one raisin of many. Yeah. And just our perspective is everything's moving away from us now right, that right. we're moving with it yeah. and out. Um, but yeah, he. Um, he also made a funny point about, like, he's like, it's kind of dumb that, like, in all of these movies, like Star Wars and whatever, where they're shooting these, like, laser-based bullets at each other, he's like, those bullets should be getting there almost instantaneously to their target. They shouldn't be firing, like, a lobbing a bullet at something, too. He's like, he's like, nobody would ever miss. As long as you were aiming properly to begin with, you push the button, they should be, like, immediately there'd be a burning hole in them or something. Um, but, uh, he says, you know, we're missing out on a lot of shit that's floating around out there. Um, there's fucking tons of metal and asteroids, there's water and asteroids, all that kind of stuff. And then, which you could, we don't really need it here as much, but then to open up all those grocery stores and red light districts out in space, you need that stuff. And Um, and he said the most valuable thing we could mine out of the moon and other places is actually water. Right. Because you need water and water's heavy. And if it costs, you know, $10,000 per pound to send something in space. Right. If you can just have the water there waiting for you, then that's a, a cost you don't have to worry about. Right. Um, and uh, and a lot of it came down to, um, so in in business, there's fixed costs and variable costs. So like a fixed cost is I buy this truck <laughs> at it's going to cost me ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars, but then over time I can get all this use out of it mm-hmm. and it goes down, or it's or like a base or, package or, truck. or you know <laughs> so, something something just costs a fixed amount, right? Where a, a variable like Toyota Tacoma like two thousand six yeah, yeah, or something. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where a variable cost goes down with production right. or volume or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, those, this this hotel guy was at this summit. And we're like, why is he there? And he's like, well, if I can build a hotel space for eight people, I can charge them $100,000 a night or a mm-hmm. trip. Yeah. And then I'll get enough money to build a second hotel. And the more hotels I build, the cheaper it gets to where it becomes $150 a night. Right. But there just has to be enough hotels in demand, and you slowly build that up. Right. And he's like... So with that, you know, that's a variable cost that goes down over time when you can increase your volume of hotels. And that's that core economic concept of surprise in my hand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so he talks about, uh, he also, just because like he was so interesting and really nice to everyone, he does a radio show called Big Picture Science. So check Mm. that out because he's a pretty, he's a really funny guy to listen to. Um, And uh, yeah, he says also like the biggest value of going out to space is curiosity too. Curiosity is very, very... Um, uh, precious to people, you know. So again, these um, trips, adventures, experiences. He talks about like the best way, like cheapest way, build a space a space elevator. But you need, uh, you know, something with such a strong tensile strength, like carbon nanotubes. And he said, if if you want to be like have a buzzword that like answer any question right now, like space, like engineering, just say carbon nanotubes or whatever. Which is funny, but um, uh, he (laughs) he doesn't really agree with the Fermi paradox either. He almost started to sound like he. Totally, it was whatever. Because um, I was like, he needs to talk to Travis Taylor about the Fermi paradox. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, I guess he doesn't agree with it either. But he w- he wasn't saying for the same reason. But he was saying that uh, it was a much simpler reason where he said, not even going into like um, growth models for population right. stuff. But he just said, I live in Northern California. He's like, if <laughs> there's bears in Northern California, at least I know that theoretically. Now I have my trash cans out back. If for if a bear or my never, gardener or whatever, yeah, he's yeah. like he's like if a bear never eats out of my trash can, even though it's been known to happen, but he's like if the if I go my whole life and bears never eat out of the trash can, 
do I immediately say, oh, there's no bears in North America? It's like, no, there's a lot of circumstances leading as to why or why not a bear would come close to your house, yeah. eat in your trash can, whatever. So he's saying that it, it was a very, what did he say? It's a very local opinion right. for a very non-local, like, um, or a, a, a local answer for a non-local problem. Right. You know? And then he's like, you know. We can uh, blindfold you, spin you around, ship you out, you know, 20 yeah. miles south of your ass. out of uh, <laughs> Las Vegas, set you down, put you in a house. You're not going to see a single fucking person. You're gonna right. Like, this place is deserted. Right. We're 20 miles north is Las Vegas. So yeah. he's like, <laughs> maybe the, the solar system and galaxy is urbanized. So right. we're in the suburbs out in the middle of the nowhere. We're in the right, sticks right, right. where all these aliens have congregated and, right. you know, don't even give a fuck. They're about so us advanced they're, cluster because they're self-sufficient. They're right. not. There's not the impetus to go fucking, There's no you know, need to go risk, you know, right. flying out to us. Out in the boonies because we are towards the end of one of the arms yeah. of the Milky Way. So, um, but yeah, he that also was... said a lot of the aliens could be lactose intolerant. Right, right. And that's why they wanted to avoid as much dairy slash Milky Way right, right. as possible. Yeah. No active mothers allowed. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, or maybe it was like in signs, spoiler, where it was just water, but it could yeah. be just milk that caused them to melt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was the extent of our trip. I don't think then we're we missing... went to the party afterwards. We got yeah. some dinner. It, it was it was what you thought. It was a bunch of weirdos. Check out dancing, having yeah. fun. Steve got a great little clip of one of the old ladies dancing. Now, I, I the think party. that was in the story, so it might be gone. Oh, you're right. I didn't Shit, save. All. I I forgot. Instagram has a new feature where you can save your story, which mm. I should have done. Oh, and I okay. totally spaced. But um, just follow us next time yeah. so you can get all that hot content. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just weirdos dancing. Super long lines to get cocktails, yeah, and we're yeah. like, we're not getting drunk because all we saw not was like vodka, drink. cranberries, and Coors. <laughs> and we're yeah, like, nope, yeah, not just, worth yeah, it. Full bar. So we're just like, get the fuck out of here, yeah. get home. So, no, but that was it. Yeah, we just wanted to observe the party. There was some cosplay going on at the party, which is weird. Smelled very bad in the party, which I didn't get a lot of smell. But Joey's picking I'm, up. I'm, ugh, it was, it was not imagined. Okay, uh, the answer is yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, for some like. Like I said, it wasn't a very sweaty, smelly con in general. A lot of, if you've ever been to, especially like San Diego Comic Con in San Diego in July, there's a lot of fucking people sleeping in their cars, sleeping in Steve's van. Yeah. And no one's showering, and it Just smells like it fucking up. piss sweat everywhere. It's disgusting, especially when you're sardine can up against people. But here it's pretty clean, but that room just was like, whew. But I think it's because we probably walked in a half hour into it, and there were people were always working up a that sweat. hot stank. Doing dancing. weird hip-hop line dancing, which I didn't really know existed. Oh, that's a thing. Not Charlie, Charlie Brown. Brown. Charlie Brown. Not Charlie Brown. Uh, but yeah, we went out Two the back way, uh, parked underneath an ice skating tent. and it was um, quite nice. Yeah, and we fucked off home, home, so... Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. So that's I, uh, Alien Con. Yeah, I don't think we're missing anything crazy. Um, no, I mean just more details in some of the panels, but there's only yeah. so much you can fucking. We had talk well, about we, like things, we so. we had uh, on our little break on Saturday, we had had two hot dogs at the concession stand, um, and then went to Friday. We had two hot dogs. Yep. Saturday we had two hot dogs, yep. and then went to the dog house. Is that yeah. what it's called? You wanted to go there for lunch. I was like, Joe, yeah. I can't take another hot dog <laughs> right now. We just ate like two hours ago. <laughs> two, my fourth yeah. hot dog in twenty-four hour period, and I got a the cocky Balboa there, which was like a chicken sausage with mozzarella and uh, pesto and whatever. It was really good yep. on King's Wine yeah. Um But uh, yeah. yeah, other than that, it's been a long episode. Let's do. Yeah, we're at two hours. Reaching for the stars. So, uh, reaching for the stars is a segment where. We ask you to rate us five stars on platform of your choice. So on iTunes, Google Play Store, um, Facebook, whatever. Uh, rate our podcast five stars and review us in the comments of that five-star rating. And we will read it on the air and give you a shout-out guaranteed. So uh, sometimes we forget, but we'll always catch up. 
because uh, we don't get that many. Because um, we don't mustard that much. Right. <laughs> uh, do you have the iTunes one yeah. open already? Uh, okay, so this is from iTunes uh, from Dempsey B. So I think that's Brian E. Dempsey, the actor. Yeah. But um, what's he, McDreamy or McSteamy or something like and that? And he was also in a little-known movie where he was a pizza delivery Lover boy. boy. And I watched that movie and, and wanted I, to fuck all those girls. Oh, yeah. Because he was... <laughs> play, <laughs> play, play, oh, yes. Because <laughs> uh, he, he played a girl... Or played a girl... Played a guy, and he was, like, banging an Asian chick yep. and then banging some other, like, why? He, he basically became known as the pizza delivery boy who would fuck you. So yep. women would say, like, ooh, call this number and ask for this guy, and he'll give you a good dick. Yeah. <laughs> and then he kind of disappeared after that and then turned back up yeah. in that fucking medical show or what was it? Uh, ER, not ER. Grey's Anatomy. Grey's, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah Which, this... oddly enough, aliens are also called Grey's. Mm-hmm. So, well. Coincidence. Um... Dempsey B says, perfect content, funny host. That's very nice. Uh, I love the impersonations you two do. Joey does a better David Childress impersonation than David Childress himself. <laughs> I've watched Ancient Aliens for a while, but always noticed the small contradictions the ancient astronaut theorists make for themselves. Uh, but I still love the show. Sorry, I had to open it up. Uh, I still love the show. Nice to see other people enjoy the show, all while making fun of it also. 10 out of 10 subscribed. Uh, week. There you go. Thank you, Dempsey B. Um, I don't believe we read this one uh, from Facebook. We got a five-star rating from William Simmons. He said, I was binge-watching Ancient Aliens recently when I found this podcast. I quickly got caught up and look forward to it every week. I love the impressions of the whole AA crew, but Childress cracks me up every time. Thank you guys for this hilarious take on the show. Keep up the good work. Love and laughter, Will. P.S. If you guys ever uh, get bored... It's kind of a dream of mine to hear Childress read nursery rhymes and reveal their implications in the ancient astronaut <laughs> theory, which is That's a really a good idea. A lot of prep work. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, yeah, we have to come up with his implications but, on how it affects. Or how he, yeah. But arguably we kind of do that in short, shorthand yeah. every episode. Uh, thanks, William. And then um, Ben O'Connor. Um, rated us five stars on Facebook and says, these guys make Wednesdays bearable only just though. And that's oh, it. and he's in Australia, so that's why Wednesday are for him. G'day, mate. Yeah. Thank you for and not a, killing yourself. Ever been yourself. to the Tower of London? Yeah. Love that Buckingham Palace. <laughs> hey, Burritos <but> are great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you so. Kiwis are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I love Venice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we had some comments, a little spicy comments sometimes too while we were there. Uh, a nice gal that we met in line um, posted a photo of us <laughs> with uh, <laughs> Steve. I look high, and Steve is totally closing his <laughs> eyes. Um, but she was very nice and uh, lady out here for for consulting work uh, yeah. right now. She lives in Houston. Doing the Lord's but, work uh, of consulting. Yeah, but she was super nice, and um, yeah, and that's that's the thing. I mean, in closing, like everyone was really nice at the convention. Like. Uh, the even like the staff or whatever like they yeah. can be kind of annoying like you said at Comic Con like, do not stand next to the booth sir yeah. move it along there was like none of that shit or anything yeah from the um, actual uh, convention work because because whenever you go to a con there's like the staff that works for the physical convention right. center and then there's the people who work for the show slash convention right and they they always mix and up sometimes and no one ever gets security, the fucking like too. yeah no one ever communicates with each other on what's really going on right. so no one really has a fucking answer right um, meanwhile you're trying to wrangle thousands or tens of thousands of people yeah. or something and even so. the merch people are like oh this is our first time doing this show right 
So we learned and made it better for Saturday. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck those people are then that yeah. are just like randomly there selling yeah. alien con merch. So. I mean, yeah, the merch and, and the merch booths are what you'd expect. It's a lot of crystals, a lot of nanotech CBD oil that can yeah. heal anything in your body, uh, little alien sculptures oh, you and never things like that. I know, I didn't go back and buy it. It's all right. Um, and uh, people promoting kind of weird comics and stuff and books. Yeah, Bob's Burgers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, and just like you know, other like little fringe things, yeah, some Pokemon yeah. fl- like uh, plushies and shit. Yeah, like it was that. like some Frankenstein's dealers. But out mostly there. your classic new agey stuff. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, we peaced out. We left uh, around seven thirty after the the party. Um, and that was our it. little adventure. Yeah. yeah. Next week we're going back to normal. Uh, it'll be season three, episode fourteen. Um, this was long, but I hope it was interesting because a lot of people couldn't go to this. So. Yeah. Hope we kind of took one for the Probing Ancient Aliens team here. As we always will. Yes. Um, but, yeah, let us know how you like this episode um, and uh, kind of extra content like this. And, yeah, other than that. The house cleaning. Yeah. We're going to uh, – oh, sorry. <laughs> Got house cleaning. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, subscribe, like, tell your friends, all that fun stuff. Uh, if you like our sense of humor and you like craft beer, listen to our other podcast – Beer There, Drunk That is on the same podcast services. It is at Beer There, Drunk That PC on Instagram and Beer There, Drunk That on Facebook. The logo is kind of similar. We're just not aliens and we're puking in an X form. So that is Beer There, Drunk That. And tell your friends about that show too. But yeah, other than that. uh, Find us touching down next week out of the the ramp, the the ladder from the ship that Giorgio couldn't find the word for. That... Comes the fuck out. Yeah. And, uh, erects the uh, the ship's erection. Wreck, wrecked them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They yeah. slide on down <laughs> it with a a, a, a nano like grease yeah. that's produced from the, the CBD oils yeah. and shit. And, uh, carbon uh, carbon rods yeah. or something. <laughs> but it'll be uh, season three, episode fourteen, Aliens and the Undead. I think. <laughs> Spooky Halloween, y'all. Happy. <laughs> a little bit Halloween in July or June, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>